we record these on YouTube mm. and, uh, and and we'll post it on YouTube and everything. Uh, you guys watching on Facebook? You think I need to go in there and cancel those, or are we good? That's what's going to cause that the whole time. You think I need to? As you said, yeah, um, yeah, you're going to need to if you want that to be a consistent because it's choppy. Mm. Um, we're both trying to use upload speed, so that's just what's going to that's what's going to do what it. What if you can fall, pause the mm. uploads on YouTube? Yeah. Probably you could probably click a pause button. I'll go look. Uh, Hunter's going to cover up, uh, get kind of touch base on everything we're going to talk about today. We got all kinds of stuff to get into. Uh, no Gene today. We're just you and me, man. No Gene. All right, no Gene. Check it out. Yeah, no Genes. Just me and Kevin in today. We got a little bit of uh, sports happening in the world: baseball, basketball, and football all going on right now, and we're looking forward to that. Another game tonight in the NBA. There was a game last night between the Lakers and the Nuggets. It was interesting for if anybody watched it. Tonight's game, Game Four. Boston Celtics, and the Miami Heat. And then also, not tonight, but tomorrow night, the Thursday night game for week, the official start of week three in the NFL. We're already three weeks in into the NFL season. That will be the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. That will be the battle for Florida. Winner, I guess, can claim Florida. Loser just doesn't get Florida. That's that's kind of just how it's going to be at this point. I'm excited, really, about that game. I I have been red hot recently with my NFL takes. Yeah, I have been red hot last week for week two. Out of the 16 games played, I went 14-2. and two. And the only reason why I missed those two picks last week was because one of them, was a heart pick. I picked my team. I picked Washington. And the second one was because the Falcons absolutely crapped the bed and they let the Cat Dallas Cowboys come back from from behind. And I to be completely honest, I've only the Falcons could have lost in that way. So if you take away me doing a heart pick taking my team, Washington, and then you take away my pick where the Falcons essentially lost the game, Dallas didn't win a game, I could have been 16-0, and you know, if the Washington game I actually kind of try and pick with my head and I decide to take the Cardinals. There's 15-1, and and some people are thinking, oh, Hunter, you wouldn't go 14-2. and I sure did. You can go back and watch previous previous shows and it will show that I did, in fact, pick those games. And Monday's show, because the Monday night game didn't happen until later that night, Monday's show did, in fact, show me picking the Raiders to upset, if you want to even call it upset, the Raiders to defeat the Las, or I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders to defeat the New Orleans Saints. And they did. The, the Raiders looked like the better team Monday. We'll probably get into that here in a second. Uh, teams, more and more teams throughout the MLB have finally clinched playoff spots. The Dodgers clinched a playoff spot. Last night, I know one that really made me happy, the Braves clinched a playoff spot. And that was the one I was the most excited for, especially the Braves. Braves 20-time division champions. 
and this is the third year straight that they've claimed the division. So that's a big one as well. Hockey, at the same time, it's crazy to think of how many sports are going on right now. You know, if, if, you're, a, if you're a sports fan and you love watching sports, there are just so many that are going on right now. And it's almost as if you don't have enough eyes or enough televisions, enough monitors, uh, you know, enough you know, enough devices to watch these games on that you sometimes miss out on things. And that's tough, you know. That last night, dude, did I want to watch the NBA playoff game or did I want to watch one of the Atlanta Braves games? And it turned out to be the game that they clinched in. I had to decide, you know, it was just one or the other. I ended up watching the, the NBA game. So right now for sports fans, this is a fantastic time, especially because for the, let me see, what was it? Three or four months that we went without sports, it's almost like they're all making up for it right now. College football's even going on. Totally forgot to even mention them. The SEC kicks off this weekend. They finally are getting started in college football. A team has already canceled a game or postponed a game for this coming weekend, and uh, one of the big Power 5 teams already has done that. And then the Big Ten got reinstated. So sports fans everywhere rejoice. This is the best time of the year right now. It's almost as if it's Christmas in September. You just have something you can watch every night. Major League Baseball starting to wind down a little bit more. We're getting closer and closer to to deciding the finals for the NBA, which is always going to be fun. And then you have the NFL, which is just raring to go. So with that, I want to go ahead and get started talking about the Monday night game. We'll just go ahead and knock this one out of the way because it did happen Monday night. We weren't, we obviously, we don't have shows on Tuesdays. So we have to address what we saw Monday night on Wednesday. Monday night, for me, with the Raiders, they just looked significantly better on offense than the New Orleans Saints did. Significantly better. And the only reason why I say that significantly better is because I think Derek Carr outplayed Drew Brees. And I think... We're getting ready to start see, start to see something with Drew Brees. I was watching the game, and Drew, his arm seemed weak. That's one thing that a lot of people have tried to say we're going to start seeing with Brady. We just haven't seen it. They're saying, oh, well, it's going to go. His arm strength is going to go. He's not going to be able to throw the ball nearly as well downfield at some point. We just haven't seen it yet. So... We can't really believe that. We don't really, and we don't really know what it's going to look like when it happens to Brady. We have seen this with Drew Brees. We saw this about two years ago when they lost to the Rams. I'm trying to think because they've gotten screwed so many times. We saw this two years ago with Drew Brees when, we, when they played against the Rams in the playoffs, or really that season as, as a whole. The later the season got, it seemed to be more of a wear and tear on Drew Brees' arm. And it started to really show in his, really the distance of the ball that he could throw. And a lot of it was dink and dunk that we like to say Tom Brady would run with New England. And you can't say that he doesn't didn't have weapons like you used to be able to say with Brady. His weapons was only like Gronk, Edelman, and then the running backs out of the backfield. No, no, no. Like They've had weapons down in New Orleans for, for Drew Brees for a while. But then you saw it again. You were expecting to see it last year. But what I think helped, even though this isn't going to sound like it helped, 
is when Drew Brees got injured and he was out for almost five weeks. Like, let his arms stay rested, and it wasn't going to be nearly as dead as it was towards the end of the season. Now we're here in this season. Week one, he looks pretty good. He looks pretty good against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But if you really break down that game week one for Drew Brees, was it that the Saints just beat them, or did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat themselves and Tom Brady didn't nearly play as good as they could have they could have played and they were still trying to figure out what kind of team they were going to be as a whole. So that all of those things break those down, and then, then you watch the Monday night game between the Saints and the Raiders. And I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to say it. I did take the Raiders. I didn't quite get to go into why, but, but I did say I think Michael Thomas not being there for the Saints really hurts. I thought that was really going to hurt their offense. Emmanuel Sanders was a no-show. He was targeted three times before he finally caught a pass in the fourth quarter. Like he dropped all three of his other targets, caught one when it was really dumpster time and there was no and there was no it, 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 the game was over at that point. So I think we're getting ready to see something with the Saints for maybe the next few weeks. People really need to just keep an eye on and that's Drew Brees and everybody knows this technically is his last year. He has signed a contract with I can't remember who it is, NBC or somebody for that at the end of the season. He's going to the booth. So just watch for his arm. I don't think it's going to be the same. Nowhere near the strength that it's been in years past. You could tell that against the Raiders. And the reason why I think it's more alarming now and that like it's something that you really need to focus in on is because the Raiders' defense is nothing special. That's not the strength of that team. I, I That was not a takeaway from, that I took at all watching the Raiders and Saints game Monday night. I did not think that at all. That the, oh wow, this Raiders defense is really special. No, I thought their offense was special. I think the Raiders have potentially a top ten offense in the league. Great wide receivers. Darren Waller might be the third best tight end in the league outside of George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. And then Derek Carr, you know, all he wants is respect, and every year he puts up great numbers and just never gets the respect. So I think that that team has the opportunity for a top ten deep top ten offense. But defensively, they did nothing to me that just stood out. Like, they didn't, they didn't sack Drew Brees at all that game. It wasn't that the offensive line played bad for the Saints either. I just think right now the Saints were getting ready to see a little bit of a limitation to their offense. Because even with them having Michael Thomas, the, lot of yard, the most yards that Michael Thomas gets are not through the air. Like, he's not a deep threat. He gets him off that slant run, that slant route that he runs, and he just outruns everybody because Drew Brees places it where only he can catch it, and he just takes off. <laughs> I, I seriously do think this year, I was high on the Saints. I was like, you know what? Even if the Saints win the division, I think Tampa Bay and, and Tom Brady and them come in second, and they both make the playoffs. I don't know because Drew Brees really did not look that good at all. But I don't want to take that away. I don't want to just always put it on the Saints. I thought the Raiders looked really good. I thought they looked really good, and I was highly impressed by their offense. And I am looking forward to seeing how they do going forward. They do, in fact, come to New England this weekend, the Raiders, to play. Uh, Could they beat New England? Maybe. I think their offense could possibly be top 10. If I had to narrow it down, maybe top 7. And this is also what I have to remember, too, is, you know, I had a dark horse getting in the playoffs out of that same division with the Chiefs, and it was the Broncos. 
Well, well, damn, Drew Locke ain't going to be them now. Drew Locke's injured. Their number one receiver's out with a torn ACL. Von Miller's done for the season. I mean, the injury bug is just hit them right now. Trevor Lawrence to Denver. We maybe they did just sign Blake Bortles for a league minimum just to bring him in and be the quarterback right now. So hey, there's no guarantee that they win a game. But if I had to look for another team in the AFC that could possibly get a wild card spot, just sneak in. If the Raiders play on offense like they did against the Saints, I could see it. I could see it. And one person that I forgot to mention, and he now has the most rushing yards within like his first 16 starts for in Raiders uh, history, and that's Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is a very good running back. He had 100-plus yards against, I know, the bad defense that it is in the Carolina Panthers in Week 1, but the Saints' defense is not bad. They got great players all over the Saints' defense, whether it's secondary, Cam Jordan on the defensive end, and linebackers. So I think Josh Jacobs and this offense with Derek Carr, maybe they'll get Henry Ruggs going at some point, and Darren Waller, I could see them top 10 def- top ten offense easily. If the defense comes around, I could see them making the playoffs. And I know that's a lot to take from what you just saw in week two, but it is against a team. Yeah, it is. Okay. A, it is against a team that a lot of people would sit here and probably say, "Yeah, we're that's a playoff team." The Saints. They have a good defense. They have a Hall of Fame quarterback. They've got this and they've got that. But I mean, they they didn't look good at all. All right, are you done with the blasphemy? Blasphemy. Are you done with that? Last I had five no blas- blasphemy. I had no blasphemy that I said. You know how much blasphemy? That was no. just total not blasphemy. Unadulterated. Drew Brees blasphemy. You need to quit. Was, wa- you need to quit watching TV. No, no, no. no. You quit, oh, you mean I need to stop watching the football no, game I that games. I watched? Hunter, who had the most uh, yards passed in that game? The Raiders or the Saints quarterback? What's the matter? If one's garbage, the other one has to be too. If he had more yards, I don't believe so. Yeah, Drew Brees had more yards in that game. Mm. Brees had more yards. He was twenty-six of thirty-eight. Hunter. Okay. At 13 divided by 19. What's okay. The percentage on that. It's got to be 60 something percent. Okay. Um, his number one receiver wasn't out there. In fact, here's how good Michael Thomas is. He's the best wide receiver in football. Uh, maybe. Hold on. As far as catching the football, mm. when you look at the numbers, it's debatable. No, no, it's not. When you look at the numbers, it's debatable. De- early DeAndre Hopkins. No, no. I'm talking. It's debatable. When you pull out the actual. Catch radiuses, balls thrown to him, catch percentages. He's got the highest catch percentage of anybody. Now, when you take a passing offense as number one uh, weapon away, Hunter, uh, you, you probably won't score 30-something points uh, in that game, but, you know, you'll do okay. So yeah, but scored... do you know who the re- leading receiver was for the Saints in yeah, that game? Probably Kamara. I don't it know. was Kamara. That was a lot of dink and dunk, isn't it? No, what I'm saying is that they have nobody. They have no weapons. What is Emmanuel Sanders? They just pulled him in. He obviously isn't too good, is he? So uh, what I've what I've read on Sanders is Sanders doesn't know the offense. No, he doesn't. He got here like halfway through the right. offseason. So Emmanuel does not know the offense. He's even commented that it, that it's complicated. So when you hear last time we heard a wide receiver say the offense was complicated was Chad Johnson in New England, and he didn't do nothing and got and got left out. Reese had three hundred twelve yards passing, one touchdown, one interception uh, against the Raiders. Now uh, Hunter, this is what we do. We've had two weeks of this already. What? It's fun to watch. What? Depending on whether your team wins or loses is how you're viewed as how you played. Let's say New Orleans shut out 
the Raiders in that game defensively. I mean, he had one touchdown and one interception. In the and that pick was bad. Let's say the that score, pick was bad. Let's say he missed him bad. Hunter, the guy, the defender. Have you seen the video? Defender was just standing right there. I know, in the middle of the logo. He was blended in with the logo. Oh my God! I'm, I'm seriously. So now, I don't even remember what I was saying, saying before that. Oh, they they scored 24 points without the number one receiver mm-hmm. and a. A horrible game by Breeze with 300. I told yards you passing. this defense is bad. They even let the Panthers score 30. Who are you talking about? The Raiders. Right. So what I'm saying is, Hunter, if the Saints would have shut out the Raiders and the score, let's say the score is 24 to three, but they didn't. I, Drew Breeze doesn't play linebacker. I know he doesn't. So what I'm telling you, Hunter, if you would listen, is if the Saints would have won 24 to three, what would your analysis have been? The Raiders are bad. <laughs> and Drew Brees is still done? Would that have been the analysis? Well, if they won 24 Possibly. Think about it. Cam, possibly. I, Cam, everybody what said I'm Cam looking at right in week one. Listen, he got scored 21 points, and Bridgewater's awful, and he scored more. Yeah, than I'm Cam. just looking, and all I can see, <laughs> they're not telling me how many yards per throw Drew Brees averaged. Okay. Because it was not much. Meanwhile, Derek Carr was slinging the ball all over the field. <laughs> Drew Brees had more yards. Listen, <laughs> Drew Brees. Yeah, I mean, I hate that they count yards for even yards after catch. It's well, not yeah. just what's through the air. So, I mean, when you dink the ball over to Alvin Kamara and he gets a 15-yard run because everybody's covering wideouts, I mean, that's going to happen. Look, what I saw out of Drew Brees was a lot of just mid-range, not, well, not even mid-range, like, Ah, middle of the field throws. Would you rather There's have nothing a, deep. Would you ever have a six or seven yard completion or a forty five yard incompletion? Well, I want a guy that's not gonna be afraid to take the top off. Who's he throwing it to though, Hunter? Again, who's he gonna throw it deep to? Well, you no throw Michael Jer- Thomas there. They'd have nothing. They don't have a deep threat. They don't got Ted Ted Ginn in the, there anymore. I know. I don't even know where Ted Ginn so is. The offense at. is designed, and you're right. Yeah. It is designed to be for just little, nice little slant routes. And then when somebody gets open, they'll he'll fire deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not worried about the Saints at all. Uh, they'll win their division. Um, I don't know if they win the division now. I don't think the Bucks going to. Um, hey, the Falcons are obviously aren't going. The to Falcons after, aren't. After, they'll after choke that. away everything. Um, well, let me go through down here. Real I'll quick. say this though. I know I gave a lot of flack to Drew and the Saints right now. But I try to give equally as much credit to how good this Raiders offense really is. Who is Smith? Is he the tight end? Who? T. Smith. No. For New Orleans. No. the The tight end is Jared Cook. Who's Smith? I don't know. He had five catches, eighty five yards. Uh, Traquan Smith, wide receiver number. 10. Yeah, he's number ten, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I I have no idea who that is. Emmanuel Sanders, one catch, and, and Kamar, that's what I'm saying. Like he didn't nine. catch anything. That yeah. was. Now, I can't blame Breeze for that. You bring in a wide receiver because what is it you, to do his job? To catch a pass that's thrown mm-hmm. to him. And he just didn't do it. He didn't do it. I don't know. I, if it happens, it happens. Sanders. But we did see it two years ago, though, with Breeze. When he got later in the season, his arms started to give out on him. See, then I, don't, la- I, don't, see I don't think it Then all. last year. I don't see none of that. As watch, then watch last year, he got the five weeks off that he was injured, all came back, is, and was just nice and rested. <laughs> all I hear is what you're saying. This analyst saying... That's because that's what I saw with my eyes. I don't. I don't. I, I just, watched the game. I just don't because I wanted to be right about the Raiders winning this game, and I was. Uh-huh. And that, and and you're right. You know what? Even if it wasn't his arm, 
I did say the main reason why the Raiders will win this game is because there will be no Michael Thomas. And he is a big X factor. Right. And he, he does make a difference. He's a matchup nightmare for anybody that's on the field. I just want to give credit where credit is due, though. I, he gets a lot of flack. I had him in fantasy a few years ago. He's good, man. Derek Carr. Derek Carr is just so slept on. Nobody wants to give him any love. He's not He's not the Mahomes or the Lamar that pulls something spectacular out of his you-know-what. Not the Aaron Rodgers. Hell, he's not even Breezeby with his completion percentage. But he's not bad in his completion percentage. He only missed through 10 passes. He had no picks. The problem was he was sacked three times. Who's that? Drew Brees wasn't sacked. Derek Carr. Uh-oh. Derek Carr's not bad. The, this offense has got a lot of pop to it. Josh Jacobs can break out a long run at any moment. Darren Waller, like I said, might be the third best tight end in the league. I'd have to just label everybody, but All we right, know who on, the Deacon two Duck. are. Hold on, Deacon Duck. You ready? I'm listening. So Carr completed more passes mm-hmm. and had less yards. Yeah. So who's Dinkin and Duncan? I don't know. The guy who threw more passes for less yards. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Hunter, I'm just telling you, be careful before you start throwing Drew Brees in the tank. <laughs> I will throw Drew Brees in the tank. You know what? Because he won't make the he might make the Tom, playoffs, Tom, but I can't guarantee it's because he wins the division. Tom now. says points for Kevin. No. What place are the Saints in, Hunter? They're tied for first. And who are they tied with? They're tied with the Bucks. And they beat them? They're gonna lose at Tampa Bay. <laughs> Just, I mean, I'm just sitting here saying they're going to lose <laughs> at Tampa Bay. Walk or something to, to, I, I, to, <laughs> and no, Tom, there are no points for Kevin. Okay, there are none. Did you yes, watch the is. football game? Yes, there I'm is. I'm sorry. One of them, one of the two here at this table, chose the Saints to win that, and thought the other person was crazy for choosing the Raiders. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Gene also chose the Raiders. They did. They did. So. I'm sorry, Tom, that my picks last week went 14 and 2. So, Hunter, that's what Hunter's pumped about. Ain't got nothing to do with that, with Drew Brees. You just want to talk. All right. Uh, I did not think we were going to spend 10 minutes trashing Drew Brees, but uh, if since we were, I'm going to go through last week's uh, scores real quick. All right, Hunter, this is a good one. Blake Borders, Signs of Denver. Yes, I saw that. He has more career playoff wins than Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins. Derek Carr, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford, and Lamar Jackson. Yes. Come by. I think he has, what, two? He's two and one. Yeah, he's got two. Because he was, that was when Saxonville came alive and they got beat by the damn Patriots in the playoffs. So, again, let me repeat that. Blake Bortles has two playoff wins. All those other people combined have less than that. And if you want to throw Dak Prescott in that too, Hunter, well, you got then you can wins. say Bortles has as many wins mm. as all these jokers. Bortles thrown of 35 touchdowns in a season. I'm How gonna, many players have thrown for 35 touchdowns I, in a season? I was going to say this. and Sean Watson's top is 26. I was going to get a lot of flack to it, but I, I don't think Blake Bortles is as bad as people think he is. I'm not going to sit here and say he's great. I don't think he's better than Lamar. I don't think he's better than Matt Stafford. I don't think he's better than, you know, a couple other people that you listed. He's got more playoff wins than. It's all about your surroundings and where you are and who's on your team and all that good stuff, you know, everything that the, the franchise that you're with. He was with Jacksonville, damn it. Mm-hmm. And Jacksonville has been the second worst winning team in football for almost what? 15 years at this point. They're favored Thursday night. I know. 
They are favored <laughs> Thursday night. The Jacksonville Jaguars They're favored. are favored you know why? on Thursday night football. You know why? It's Minshew Mania. That and two weeks in a row after they shipped everybody out of town, they scored 30 points. <laughs> so they can score, and Miami doesn't have that great of a defense. But Blake Bortles going to, to the Broncos. I'm going to say this. I'm taking that. That's the damn dark horse I have to just take off now. I think the Broncos are done. I don't think they make the playoffs now. If Drew Locke was playing, maybe. I think they said he's out three to five weeks. Yeah. Shit. Yep. All right, we got a couple other injuries to talk about too, Hunter. Um, first, mm-hmm. did, you see, did you see this Tyrod Taylor news? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. How is that not, first of all, a firing of a medical yeah. staff and two workers' comp like, I don't know if there is workers' comp in the NFL because, like, it's a right. contact sport. Guys get hurt at practice all the time. But when you're putting trust in a medical staff and he essentially ruins your season, like, I, how do you not go to the owner and say, I have every right to sue right now? Like, like, all right, folks. Um, he, um, for cracked so Tyrod ribs. Taylor was getting a, an injection in his ribs pain injection for the game and the and it says it's a blind operation i did read it so it, this does happen uh but the doctor missed it basically went through the rib cage in his muscle and through that and punctured a lung so the doctor punctured the quarterback's lung and that's why we got herbert on on sunday now, and now we have herbert going everybody's forward. saying herbert played great what was the score the score was 20 to 23 or something. Yeah. Yeah. So he got 20 points. Mm-hmm. If Patrick Mahomes has a regular day and they get 45, well, they get are, we, are we talking about how great of a day Herbert had? Well, See, that's again, Herbert that's my point on these quarterbacks. Yeah, but we Herbert always... didn't play bad. It's the eye test. You just look at the numbers. It's the eye test. He, he got didn't play 20 bad. Points. So you're telling me Herbert played better than Breeze. Who's got better players? Who played better? Herbert Who's got Breeze? better players? Probably Chargers. No, I'm talking about what we're talking. You just asked me what would it be if the Kansas City scored 40 and the Chargers scored 20. Yeah, well, who had the better team? Who's got we, the better players? But we wouldn't be talking about Herbert playing a good game when he because because they're saying he almost beat and that's the that's the thing he almost beat Patrick Mahomes. We always put on these quarterbacks and we're like, well, the defense didn't do anything. Well, the offense did. He scored 20 points. Right. That's not a lot. You know, he averaged only average, 23. Right, below the, he, he was below All average. he got to do is get his field goal kicker to hit a three a field goal. So he's he did, there. He did what he was supposed to do. Right. So let's not all let, let's not put Herbert on a pedestal and, and go ahead and throw Drew Brees, maybe the greatest passer we've ever had, into the. I'm throwing file. Drew Brees under the bus, and I I don't it doesn't it doesn't bother me it's because right, I've on, seen count. it before. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Brees had more yards than 20 NFL quarterbacks this week. Nah. That means he was 12th in total yards this week. Passing. Nah. He's all right. He's trash, folks. All right. Another, real quick, final note on Blake Borders before we talk about uh, the Panthers. Jeff Driscoll and Blake Bortles were rivals in high school. I think Driscoll ended up at Florida and Blake Bortles ended up at Central Florida. Bortles went, uh, that's the name of the high schools. Driscoll was a year younger and was considered the better prospect. He was the number one pro-style quarterback that went to Florida. Bortles went to Central Florida. So there were actually high school robberies there in Florida, and now Bortles is 
coming to take his job off the street without that's even exactly. practicing. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Blake Bortles was on the Rams roster last year. Yeah, but that's right. Him and Jared Goff are like buddy buddy, so they just hung out together. And I don't know, maybe Sean McVay worked a little bit with him and. That offensive scheme. I don't know. I mean, you made a very good point. He threw, what, 35, 36 touchdowns in a game or in a season one time. 35 in a season. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a Cam lot. That's his MVP. That's season. a lot. Last year, I saw, what, Lamar threw about 34, Put 35. This way. Cam's most touchdowns is 35. Bortles' most is 35. Blake Bortles Got has it. a higher uh, career rushing average than Cam. He does. I think, yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he has two playoffs. He's two and one in the playoffs. Cam is three and four. Dun, dun, like dun. I said, it all is just about the environment you're in, and Blake Bortles just, for all we know, it could have just been Jacksonville. It may, it might, maybe it wasn't just him. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Jacksonville as a whole that we see is even trying to tank, but their own quarterback is essentially bucking the system, saying, well, screw that. I'm going to go out here and try and win. Yeah. So... Well, good for him. Good for Minshaw. So if he gets up somebody else, somebody else is going to. I will say this though. Only, only other thing, Tyrod. But Chargers, this ain't a damn good look. You guys can't get away from injuries to begin with. Now you're hurting your own players. Yeah, I just don't understand. Um, and then our own, ah, we got an injury in our own backyard. Yeah, let's talk about. Uh, now this one ruined a lot of fantasy teams, a lot, of, mine. Mat- a lot of matting games. It's mine. Uh, all My kinds fantasy. of things. Christian McCaffrey goes down um, with a high ankle sprain, I guess is what they're calling it. That's what they're calling it, but if it's going to be three to five weeks, I know they usually tell you that's a, probably a, a good time to sit out. It's six weeks maybe at max. Um, Doctor's recommending four to six. He's on the injured reserve for three is the official word from Carolina today. I, when... I know it's a freak thing, though, whenever you sprain your ankle. Sometimes it's not always, you know, from workload. But what what have I said, and a lot of us have said, since he came in the league? What's going to happen when he gets hurt? The Panthers have been so McCaffrey-centric in this offense for the past yep. two, three years now. The workload eventually was going to catch up to him. And I hate it happened. I don't wish injury upon anybody, especially someone as talented as Christian McCaffrey is. But does it surprise me? I think what surprises me is it took this long for him to actually have a serious injury where it's going to keep him out at least three to four weeks, missing three to four games. Has he missed any games? I don't think he's missed any games. I think he's done a good job being able to stay durable, and then this happened. Like I said, I know maybe – like I don't don't remember the play it happened. I don't know if somebody rolled up on him or what happened, but – that's what happens when he's so centric in your offense and you barely run your backup running back. So You just run the risk. Uh, K1 Short is not in uniform after missing Sunday's game, but he's at, he's at practice in a red jersey and sweatpants. Uh, Gross Matos. Yato Gross Matos. What a name. Gross Matos. I just put the Latino accent on that. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he's Samoan. Um, he's from Penn State. Yeah, you messed that up if you did. He's in a green jersey, and he's limited and set to return this week. And Dennis Daly, the left guard, is in a red jersey, uh, which is a step towards returning. Well, I will tell you what. Listen, that's all fine and dandy, Carolina. But now I get to see what your offensive plan is now that baby boy is out. Now that the gym to your infinity gauntlet has officially just been broken, 
I want to see what you do now. They this, paid him yet? I mean, yeah, he oh, got his oh. contract like last year. Right, right. He was. I don't know if he still is the highest paid because I think they paid somebody else this past offseason. Maybe Derrick Henry? I don't know. Regardless. But he did get his money. So good for him. He got his money before an injury. And it's not... I know a high angle sprain is not career-ending. But I'm just saying... I'm surprised it really took him this long to get this kind of injury. Well, you get that with, many touches. With the, that work, really with the workload yeah. that he gets. We could sit here and probably say he's every bit 80%, 85% of this offense. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I, I think he's a good player. I don't think you should revolve your whole offense. The pa- You can't revolve the passing game around your running back. No. And no matter how good he is, you know, you, you want to use him in spots. So, like, say, it, you want to use him in the Marshall Falk type sense to where, you know, you're not just feeding him the ball where the defense can can key on him. You like to sneak your running back out there when they're looking at someone else, like mm-hmm. another wide receiver or a mm-hmm. tight end, and then he can get one They're usually matchup. just a safety net. Right, they're, and then the Panthers have been using it differently, and I, I've not been a they fan line of him that, up but. at the slot, and every, a lot of teams are lining up there if they're past catching wide receivers in the slot, so if they can. Their depth chart right now only lists Mike Davis and Trenton Cannon. And I don't know either one. And and so here's what happens. So, Hunter, what Dallas did um, when they signed Zeke, a lot of teams when they got, like, Say look at the look at the Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Buccaneers. How many running backs they got? They got three by committee that are decent. Decent, right? Yeah. Well, Shady McCoy is kind of he's questionable yes. right now. Yeah. But but the Panthers and Cowboys when, once they paid these running backs, who's their backup? They can't. So people don't get when they say they're going to right, right who their backup mm-hmm. is. So if you give sixteen million dollars to your starter, the backups aren't going to get anything. Nothing. They're and probably just drafted or they're you know practice guys. They're going to be nobodies. Mm. Right. So. Cowboys are in that situation. If Zeke goes down, Panthers are in that situation. I think they have if still McCaffrey Tony Pollard down, uh, with Dallas. They, but that, what I meant by it, he's the only person on the roster. Oh, they're yeah, only actually keeping two, two running, running backs. backs. A, a high-contact position, stupid. and they only have two. Uh, Meanwhile, a lot of other teams that are running back by committee, they have two to three, well, maybe even four. four. Yeah. A lot of times you get a fourth running back in there instead of a, a defensive Defender, I will say who this: can return kicks, and but that fourth guy's got to play. Carolina teams. missed out on an opportunity here. You could have probably signed him for a league minimum. Devontae Freeman was just sitting out there, was the running back for the Falcons for all those years till they cut him and no. brought in Gurley. But he just signed uh, to replace Saquon, who's out for the year in uh, up in New York. So, well, if you look at it, people are, you want to know about the, set, the 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 cap and if they should have signed him. Let's say if they didn't sign him. There's probably a 90, 95% chance he would have held out in camp, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't have been hurt, and then they still would have paid him. Um, the question is, is, for Panthers fans, for the team, like, and the reason I don't like you know, feeding him the ball in that situation is that why give your best player all these touches on a team that's not going to win, mm-hmm. and you're getting beat up and beat up and beat up when you know, maybe this year, Hunter, you can work other people. You can you can spread the ball around. You can I, do other things. I as was opposed just to getting about him beat up to while say. You're getting beat. I was just about to say, not the injury, but this might be a blessing in disguise for the Panthers because they don't. Then they can see what else they have and what else they can work with in case this ever happens again. Or maybe their offense looks better if it's not so Christian McCaffrey centric. Look, I know he is a stud. But even the Saints, Alvin Kamara is a stud, and they don't throw the ball to him nearly as much as they do 
with McCaffrey, especially when Michael Thomas is playing. Oh, I think so. Now this is the Panthers' opportunity to see if DJ Moore is that guy. If mm-hmm. signing Robert right. Robbie Anderson was the play, maybe seeing because you lost Greg Olson is the tight end that you have. Is he the guy, or do we need to start looking out for somewhere else? Because other than that, they weren't even looking at these receivers. It was always well, they're not there. But guess who is Christian McCaffrey is right there. Just if he's if they're not there, boom, he's right there. So so let's say. It takes them three years for Matt Rule to get a good team put together and everything. That's probably think about it. That's three years on McCaffrey of McCaffrey. How many touches a year? Too many. So and that's what I'm thinking about. What what, what was he at last week before he got hurt? Well, what happens when he's 28 years old and and we're in the fourth year of the Matt Rule era, Mm -hmm. and and. I don't know. He's starting to wear down. I just, I, I, I think they need to find an. Uh, an so Marshall Falk is probably my, probably the best pass catching receiver that I, mm-hmm. that I think, uh, running back, um, and he actually had two Hall of Fame wide receivers on his team. To, to, to yeah. So they didn't have to feed him the ball, and that's what made Marshall so dangerous. And I don't like the McCaffrey feeding. McCaffrey week one had twenty six touches. Okay. Twenty three carries, three three passing. That's four hundred touches a year. So twelve hundred, twelve hundred being tackled twelve hundred times in the next three years, Hunter. I mean, I, and that's not even me looking at what <laughs> he had against the Buccaneers before he got injured. Yeah, I don't know how many he had this week. And I've just been saying this for years, or at least after his rookie season, because that's when you definitely saw how they wanted to use him. I said, "There's no way he can continue to be able to take this kind of workload." And it has nothing to do with his skill set. It's just, I don't think anybody can really afford to continue to take that kind yeah. of load. Like, think about it. As much as, as much as I praise how good of a running back Derrick Henry is because he's a bulldozer, do you really think his body's going to last if he just continues to get 35 no, rushes three a game? Or four years out of that. That's it. That's it. And even I recognize that. And that's the no. same thing with Christian McCaffrey. You can run him maybe 20 times a game, but does it really help if he gets 9 to 10 targets a game? Then he then you're at legitimately 30 touches of him just getting smacked and smacked and smacked. I mean, it's eventually going to wear down on him. And when you've got that kind of, you know, they don't really have bell cow running backs anymore because they found out they really don't last long. I think McCaffrey needs a agent someone to talk to him from a business side about it and be like... Because he did come out and say, you know, I was a year or two ago, he's like, he doesn't mind the workload. And I'm like, hey, cool, you're right, a gamer. Right, I, right. Get I, I get it. I get it. That's what I mean. He needs someone in his camp, though, to say too many millions to be to be like that anymore. You worked your butt off in high school. You worked your butt off in college. They don't you, just you, make you, Adrian... They're not just running Adrian Petersons out there anymore. Right. That, that'll take the 26, 27 touches every game you, for like eight years. And he, he worked out and he got his... Giant contract. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to take care of yourself. You you can't. You just can't go. What did it, what did uh what was it? Marshawn said, "Take care of your mentals. Right. Take care of your body. and Take care of your chicken." So yeah, whatever the chicken part meant. Hey, everybody knows. Always that. take care of your chicken. Always take care of your chickens. Um, completion percentage leaders right now. Hunter Russell Wilson's eighty three percent, and he's got like what nine <laughs> touchdowns in two games. <laughs> it's so stupid. Nine touchdowns, one pick. Um, and that pick wasn't even his fault. Did you see the pick he threw? Mm-hmm. It went through Greg Olson's hands. Did it? It went boom, and then right into the... Was it time for him to retire? Greg? Yeah. Maybe. Obviously. Maybe. Send him out of here. I mean, I, you could really think about it. Is he the best 
tight end that Seattle has because I think his last name's Disley. He was a beast last year for them, but I think he tore his ACL or he had a substantial injury, took him out for the rest of the season. He's back this year. So I got um, one other kind of, we're staying with the Panthers. I got, I got another, this is the funniest story I've read in a while, Hunter. And I mean, I've been making a minute to bring it up for a week. Tell me what's the story. Please tell me you saw the, the Robbie Anderson story. About him looking up there and be like, what's that cat or what's that bear doing? <laughs> yes. He, did. he said, Sir Purr. Yes. Is that what you call him? Yeah. <laughs> he said, Hold on. I got to compose myself. I'm going to read it to you. Guys. I've looked, got the story right here. He looked up there and said, What's that bear doing? <laughs> let me, let me he read. said, That's Sir Purr. He said, Sir who? <laughs> Sir Purr. That's what you call him? Jeez, <laughs> that's funny. All right, oh, so here, man. let me go down and read it. Mm. So, <laughs> so Robbie Anderson, looking up at at, at Sir Purr, I'm gonna pull up a picture of Sir Purr for our fans at home that I actually took, Hunter. So nobody's gonna ah, no copyrights. No Nobody copy, claims no copyright this one. I guess we'll see. You took it. You have ownership. Yeah, I'm gonna copyright myself. What if YouTube took it off for copywriting myself? <sighs> All right, so you guys see Sir Purr there, right? Holding up the <laughs> Listen to the Panthers football, which I wrote on that. You like that? Photoshopping yeah. on that? Oh, yeah. Because that's not what that sign said. <laughs> okay. He wanted louder. Louder. Or noise or something like that. But anyway, so Sir Purr there. <laughs> <laughs> and they ain't got no fans, so they ain't got nothing else to do but Mm-mm. watch the mascot, I guess. They put him on the big screen. Is that where he saw that, him at? He saw him on the, <laughs> on the Jumbotron, yeah. Robbie Anderson, new free agent. <laughs> He plays for the Panthers. <laughs> That's who he plays I for. I can't. Oh, God. Let me think. He plays for the Panthers. <laughs> Spit all over my mic. He looked up at Sir Purr, which is our is the Panthers mascot. And Sir Purr. I can't even. DJ Robbie Anderson said, what is that bear doing? <laughs> I wonder if they've got this on here. I wonder if they've got the actual audio. If they yeah, do, do they? Yeah, we'll, they we'll have the up, audio. We'll pull up the audio. They have the audio. I'm telling you, that is some of the funniest shit. Said, I swear. What's that bear doing? DJ Moore said bear, and Robbie said pant. Robbie said panther, and DJ said that's Sir Probo, bro. And he says y'all call him that, and he just laughed. I mean, Robbie did not. <laughs> well, Robbie, you've been there every bit, like two or three months, maybe this off season, and you just didn't know. Yeah, that says it. Yeah, he said, "Who? what's that bear doing? When he said, what's that bear doing? I was like, oh, my God. All right, I'm going to play it into the microphone. I think we can hear this, honey. What's that bear doing? That bear. Panther. That's Sir Purr, bro. Who? Sir Purr. How you say that? Sir Purr. Sir Purr. Oh, Sir Purr? Wow. <laughs> you call him that? <laughs> so you be like, what's up, Sir Purr? <laughs> <laughs> be like, well, what's up, sir? Per- Honey, Hunter. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the bus for two seconds. Don't, Why? Don't get defensive. Your generation. Shut up. Sucks. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Y'all don't pay attention to nothing except what's on your phone 
You've got blinders on and what's in front of you. Even if I, anything else in the world happens. It's- I even I sat there and said, there's no way he literally just said, what's that bear doing? And it's the mascot. What's that bear doing? What? In Carolina at the Panthers. His I, new team. I know. You think he would He would know. Like, like most, I, I'm, I'm going to blame the Panthers for this one, Hunter. I'm going to blame the Panthers. Sir Purse should have been at his um, signing, mm. and this should have been clear, right. cleared up. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm gonna play that one more time for you folks to hear. The first part he says, "What's that bear doing?" I know that's not kind of clear, but the rest of it is. It's 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 them sitting on the bench, talking. That bear. That bear. That's Sir Perk. That's Sir Perk. Sir Perk. How you say that? Sir Perk. Sir Perk. Oh, Sir Perk. Wow. You call him that? Yeah, that's his name. So you be like, "What's up, Sir Perk?" He said, "You call him that." He said, "That's his name." He said, "Oh, oh." Not not only is that hilarious, first of all, but as a Panthers fan, if I was, I would have a couple of questions: Is this guy smart? Is does he know the playbook? And if he does, and all that, why are they sitting on the bench during the middle of a game discussing whether Sir Purr's a bear and what to call him or not? Like they have nothing else to talk about, like coverages. (laughs) This guy's doing this. Hey, Teddy, get me open. I don't know. Somebody throw it to me besides McCaffrey. I don't know. I didn't look into it much and they, deeper and than that because I just Sir saw Burr. I just saw him say, what's that bear doing? And That's I so seriously awesome. was That's like, so awesome. are you kidding me right now? <laughs> you look at your own mascot you and you're the Panthers and you said, what's this bear doing? <laughs> he does not look like a bear. <laughs> he kind of does, Hunter. Well, Depends on what kind of bear you're talking about. I mean, I don't think he does. A black bear? I don't think he does. Do the bears have a mascot? Chicago? I don't know to. if I've ever seen Really? That. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he looks like a bear. <laughs> I think it's very distinguishable oh, to be kill, a panther. They, they killing him on here, Hunter. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Purr. Hey, and Robbie has played outstanding. Uh, Robbie so has far. played good. He, he has played good so far. He's got First game, he had 114 yards. He's getting open. Um, he, he is. One uh, of the things that really was good about Robbie yeah, Anderson. You're surfing right now by himself up there in the stands. <laughs> one of the good things that Robbie Anderson did when he was with the Jets, he could get separation and was a deep threat because he had wheels. He was fast. Hunter, what's that bear doing? I can tell you what that Panther's doing. What's that bear doing? I can tell you what that Panther's doing. He's sitting there swinging that flag all around. <laughs> Look at that bear. <laughs> Look at that bear. <laughs> Go to your kids and just be like, hey, what's that bear doing? I, see, see if your kids, I bet you if you showed your kids that, they would be like, that's a Panther. Do they know that's the Panther's mascot? Look, there's the, there's Goldilocks Locks and the Six Bears. <laughs> that doesn't look like Cam. <laughs> that's that's. I don't know where all these purrs come from. They got baby purrs and all this. Uh, here's a Fred Flintstone purr. Oh my gosh. Yabba dabba doo purrs. What they called him on that one. Oh my gosh. But is that a bear hunter? No, it's not a bear. What's that bear doing? <laughs> What's that bear doing? But but really, you know, Robbie, you playing good. Uh, it, the least you could do is find out your, your mascot's name. Hey, but anyway, stick to sports. Hey, yeah, stick to sports. Whatever. Uh, the hair. I don't like it. So That's a weird dude. I like cool hair. 
I like creative hair. Yeah. But what him and Cam are doing, I don't know, is the sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. Do you know who that is? Yes, I know. Bob. Right, I didn't. I didn't know if you were old enough for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they're still showing now. Ah, uh, yes, but I, I just don't understand. I mean, is that not him and Cam's hair? That's more <laughs> Robbie's than it is Cam's. At least Cam's looks more like Dreads, but yeah, this I, I just don't know. Dude. Look, at, look at that. But I like cool hair. It's just that one's. I'm not. I don't know if I'm a fan of that style. I, think I, I don't know. I, I think to me, not, I think that to me, it kind of just looks like he goes into his barber and says, "I really don't care. Just you do think what he you goes want." To the barber? Maybe. How else does it get him to look like spikes? <laughs> I don't know. He just cuts them at home. I don't. Know. I have to just hold up. Wait a minute. I'll be out on the practice field in a second. Nah. I got to sharpen this point up. That's, that's that's a good question, Hunter. I don't know. You talk about Dink and Dunk League. I don't know how long ago it was, but there are 26 pastors uh, in the first two weeks that are over 60% right now. Jared Goff's one of them, isn't he? Uh, do, 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 he's do. pretty close. I mean, there's 26 of them, Hunter. He's only five that aren't. <laughs> hey, well, here. We'll, Here's who is it. Then switch it. Baker, Mitchell, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, your quarterback, Tyrod, <laughs> and Driscoll. Your quarterback. Understand. I understand. So, Speaking of that, all right, while we're on this, before we get to the NBA, I do want to go through the divisions and do something real fun for a sec. All right. Because we got a text the other day and made me think about something. From the great Kerry Earnhardt. He said that Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFC East. I thought you were going to say NFL. I about to be like, he can said he N- not be stupid? He said, he said NFC East. Okay. So, let's say maybe it's true. Well, if that's the case, I want to sit here and say something else. Is it really that hard? Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. Because I didn't respond, but I was going to. Is it really that difficult? My response was, a Texas A&M quarterback should be better than a Duke, North Dakota State, and, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Ohio State quarterback. Dak didn't play at Texas A&M. Dak played at Mississippi State. Either way, SEC quarterbacks. Burgundy. Yes. Yeah. I Maroon, burgundy, crap colors. You know, like poop. Poop colors. My point is, shouldn't the SEC quarterback be better than a Dukie, a North Dakota State, and we all know Ohio State quarterbacks aren't good. Okay, whatever. Anyways, (laughs) should he? I mean, the SEC is the best in conference in college football, so maybe. Look at it that way. Just maybe. So let's go through the – I'm going to go through the quarterbacks Uh where all they went to college and kind of have a little fun with this. So see if you can help me out. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do what I can. See, Russell Wilson, Wisconsin. It's NC State, Wisconsin. So whichever one, whichever you well, prefer. NC State got rid of him. So Wisconsin. Uh, Jared Big Goff. Team. Jared Goff played at Cal. He did play at Cal. Pac-12. Garoppolo. Garoppolo played at like Middle Tennessee State or something. He played at a small school. I can't quite remember. It's small though. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray played. Uh, he was a transfer originally. Texas A&M went to Oklahoma. Rogers Cal. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins played Michigan at Michigan State. State. Trubisky. North Carolina. Stafford. Matt Stafford played at Georgia. Georgia. Breeze Purdue. Brady Michigan. Matt Ryan Boston College. BC. Teddy Bridgewater Louisville. Yeah. He. What's so crazy thing about it? Louisville went from Teddy Bridgewater to Lamar Jackson. Back to back. That's not bad. Where did uh, mm-hmm. where did um. Derek Cargo. Derek Carr played at Fresno State. Fresno. Drew Locke. 
Drew Locke played at, wait, 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 Missouri. Mahomes at Texas Tech. My homeboy. Minshew. Minshew played at Washington State under Coach Leach, who is now the head coach at Mississippi State. Tannehill was at A&M, right? Yes. What's so crazy, a lot of people really don't know, is Tannehill was, was a wide, a wide receiver. receiver turned quarterback at Texas A&M. Athlete. You don't often get turned into a quarterback. But How bad did. of a wide receiver was he to get turned into a quarterback? But look at what he is now as a quarterback. He's playing pretty damn good. Bingo. Uh, let's see. That's uh, Joe Burrow played at LSU. LSU. Baker. Oklahoma. Lamar at Louisville. Big Ben. Miami of Ohio. Ohio. Oh, Red, aren't they the Red Hawks? Isn't that what they are? Red, yeah, Dolphins, Red, Alabama. Yeah. Sam Darnold. Technically, the Dolphins have Fitzpatrick, who is Harvard. Yeah. Uh, Jets. <laughs> Where's Sam Darnold? Uh, Southern Cal, USC. USC. Uh, Josh Allen. Wyoming. And the Patriots. Cam, Cam is Auburn. Technically, some Juco in Florida. Yeah, he's from a Juco in Florida. All right, so looking at this list, Hunter. Technically, Florida. <laughs> Couldn't beat out Tim Tebow. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say these by division by by uh, schools, uh-huh. and let's see who's the best based just based on that. So Eagles got North Dakota State, Mississippi State, Ohio State, and Duke. Duke. That's pretty bad. Now the rest of these leagues almost all have Power Five schools except for a couple. Mm. So the NFC South all Power Five, NFC North all Power Five. Uh, do takes take me Nope, not there. NFC South, all Power Five. NFC, I mean AFC South, not NFC. AFC South, all Power Five. Now the ones that don't have Power Five schools. You ready? Yes. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. The FC West. Yes, Fresno. So there's one in that division. The Eagles. Division Two. Forty Niners. Wait, no, that's not Division Two, is it? Who? North Dakota State. Technically, one that's that's about to say that's Division oh, One FCS. One double, yeah. yeah, whatever. So there's three there. Um, do 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 do. Oklahoma, Louisville. We got two Louisville quarterbacks. Miami of Ohio, Big Ben. Jimmy Garoppolo. Go ahead and throw him on. I there, did. He's, I, he was oh, the third. One. Okay. Said San Francisco. So you've only got four quarterbacks that did not go to a Power Five conference in the NFL. You might have. What did you say? Four. Mm-hmm. You might have five because they said the North Dakota State quarterback this year might get drafted high it, too. It might. <laughs> it, how does how does a quarterback like Wentz and these guys get to North Dakota and, and Romo to East Illinois and, and Josh Steve Allen Mc, didn't even get an offer Steve outside Mc, of Wyoming. Steve McNair. He's from California. Now think about that. Y'all give me heck about what? the Chaz thing. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, an NFL quarterback, did not get an offer outside of the state of Wyoming. There no Wyoming was like the only one that offered him. Ryan Tannehill didn't even play quarterback until college. Like these coaches, it doesn't seem like Hunter actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> Am I going they out might on a not. limb? Am I going out on a limb? No, on they might not. Or are they just recruiting the best athletes they can and and whatever they can and put them out there. Uh, they might not because I want you to think about that. Josh Allen didn't. His only offer really, like from a Division One school, was Wyoming, and guess where he's from. From California. None of those 
None of those only like schools, seventy schools out there in California that are even Division One, were like, "Hey, yo, it's crazy. Maybe you want to come and play with us." I don't know. You're <laughs> six foot five, two forty. I mean, you can run like a yeah. deer. I don't know. All right, Hunter. Uh, he was a famous Idaho Potato Bowl MVP. I literally read that again. The, read that again. The famous, that is the name of the bowl game. Yeah. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl MVP. How much do you think about that? Like, he's putting on a show this year in his first two games. I'm still pulling for the... Um, and he was only ever second team Mountain West once. Hmm. I'm in pulling for the... Um, crap. I just lost my train of thought reading this headline over here. You're like, putting for a certain bowl? You per, per, are you wanting a, a certain bowl game to happen? Yes, the toilet bowl. Yes. We're pulling for the bills to get renamed by the bidet company. A bidet company is trying to purchase Another, the well, rights of Bill Stadium, and then they want to start a bowl game and call it the toilet bowl. Barstool, I can't make that up. Barstool um, said that they would uh, fill the vacancy this year for <laughs> a couple million if they wanted. <laughs> Awesome. Could you imagine that? It's awesome. Roger Goodell hates everything about Barstool. Like he ban- like he has banned multiple people from them from like coming to like uh press conferences and like NFL events. And imagine if a stadium in his league was named Barstool Stadium. <laughs> oh, he would shit a brick. I'm just reading some of these uh but like it's just it's just so funny, like the reactions we have from one loss or, or one win from a team. Um you know, looking here, um, you ready to talk? I'm NBA? all in on it. I'm all in on it. Let's go NBA. I watched that right, game. Well, I watched. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First, Michael Jordan. This is technically not NBA talk, though. I know, but I want to talk. Michael, you can't say technically Michael Jordan's not NBA talk. Whatever he does, son. But it's not. It has nothing to do with the NBA. Kobe died, and he had all the NBA. He had that NBA stuff everywhere. He wasn't in the NBA. They cut, shut the league down and put up numbers and did all kinds of things. For Kobe, he wasn't in the NBA. No, Are you I, ready? No, I'm just saying the Michael Jordan, like... He changed his number, folks, from 23 shit. to 13. Michael Jordan enters the NASCAR arena. We've been... Hunter and I have been talking about this all year, really. Uh, about we, how he does has the first of all <laughs> we did let's, let, we let's talked about this so this. much he jumped what me and you were talking about yeah. we were just talking about how jordan has not sponsored a car we, we, we said he should be a team sponsor yes. team jordan should throw out the he already three million dollars he year, already sponsors denny just like on his clothes like he yeah. sponsors denny and well damn it he won up just by a lot he's just gonna start his own damn race team yeah so he's gonna start the whole team we do not know if Jordan Brand still may be a sponsor. He may be able to pull a Nike sponsor out of that. If he's smart, he'll get Nike to sponsor the car and not his own money. Make Chris Paul and all them pay for it. <laughs> yeah. But 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 so basically what happened which is, is the which you're car, not wrong though. Yeah. Like I that would be so, that'd be the smartest business move. Jordan literally going, Nike, I own a NASCAR team. You know How about it, you just sponsor it? You know what even be smarter than that? If you don't sponsor, I'm calling Adidas. Oh. And then you're going to have a bidding war. Start a bidding war. And the lawyers are everywhere. I'm calling Under Armour if you guys don't want to. uh, Yikes. Sponsor the car. At least a secondary sponsor out of Nike. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the main car sponsor. Could you imagine that, though? Bubba Wallace driving around in a 
Nike the Air Jordan, Jordan on the low. That'd be, on that'd the be car. awesome. Now, what I didn't understand from the announcement, mm-hmm. does this mean Denny is leaving JGR, no. or is he just going to be a co-owner? At so part you of can't it? own. You actually can't own another car while you're racing. While you're racing, kind of thing. So Jordan's the owner, and he's going to own. Denny's going to own a percentage of it and help, I guess, a little bit with it. Jeff Gordon used to do this with Jimmy Johnson. He owned the Jeff Gordon owns the forty eight car. Damn, he making a killing, ain't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Think about that. Joe Gordon was <laughs> while Gordon's getting beat by him every week. He's just breaking in. He's that getting chat. he's getting paid a part of that money. That's right. Hey, that's business. That's smart. Right. So Gordon, you know, is getting some of the that because I was going to say, think about that. JGR loses probably one of the best drivers in NASCAR because he wants to go team up with his buddy. Right. I'm if I'm Michael, I'm nudging him a little bit, saying, "Hey, man, look, I know you got a lot of loyalty right here, but I can maybe slide you a little bit of extra money if you want to come race for me." Think about it. He would already have a great pool because he's got Bubba, and then he would have Denny. I mean, why would you not? I think seriously, I think that would be the move. Sure, you might ruffle a couple wrong feathers, and that's really probably a bridge you don't want to burn if you're Denny by just up and leaving Joe Gibbs and everything that he's done for you. But at the same time, he's um, he could do something completely different. So, a couple of things with Denny, and, and this is how racing works, is, is the sponsorship stuff. So you got Could run, he take FedEx? Well, n- no, no. Um, Bubba's car is not going to be any good. Well, no, it's not. Can I, can I just say that? Well, it's we not. Go any further? Okay. couple of factors. Um, it's brand spanking new. Very rarely are they good out of the gate. Well, right. Like, is 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 this one car team going to be able to beat or compete with? He's in the same situation as it was at Petty to me. I bet you he's getting a hell Except of a paycheck. He, he'll, get, he'll get probably a little bit more on, on the ownership part and, and whatever. But, but to me, as far as the cars, like, okay, so for example, this year, Hunter. Geico's the main sponsor on the 13 car. They've been a big sponsor in the series forever. Do they stay? Now, the other question is, <clears throat> this is Ty Dillon who's driving it. It's a Chevrolet, okay? Denny Hamlin is a Toyota driver. Mm-hmm. So that's the question. Will they be able or will they switch over to the Toyotas or stick in Chevys? We all know Chevys are not competing for wins. Not mm-mm. On a week-to-week basis. They can win this track and that track and whatever, but on a week-to-week thing, the Fords are, are beating everybody, then Toyota, and, and then Chevy. Yes, so, this is NBA talk. So basically what you're doing, Hunter, is putting uh, Bubba Wallace from one car to this, another car and changing numbers and some logos and stuff. So until I find out if it's Ford or Toyota as opposed to Chevy and then find out. You think Bubba just literally went, instead of doing this, he went like this. Yeah, he's in the same spot. He's same in, spot. He's in the teens and 20s right now. Uh, under no circumstances would I pick them to win A or the race or make the playoffs right now. I have You have to see what their team is going to do. Um, well, what, is it just pulling this out overnight and they should, they're expecting to be ready by next year? Yes. Well, I mean, he's got the money, so it doesn't surprise me, but still. Like, yeah. Okay. What so, is the name of the team going to be called? Air Jordan. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> hey, well, this is Jermaine Racing is who owns the 13 now and who's selling it to it. So it'll be, um, like I said, in a Ty Dillon car, but it's Jermaine Racing. So you have a charter is what they sell. You get to buy the numbers and charters or something. like. That. I'm not exactly sure how all that works. I'm just saying, uh, like, but Jermaine. Is it going to be Jordan Racing? Like, you know, how JGR, Joe Jermaine. Gibbs Racing? So it's going to be MJR, M- Michael Jordan Racing? Hope it's not Jordan Hamlin. 
No. The guy that's footing the most bills probably gonna have a have his name. Every time I hear an Amlin's name, though, he has not won a championship though. Um, I, I think he's got he's had a lot of wins to not win one. He's one of those ones that's had a lot. You know, Jimmy broke his heart once, maybe twice, and and he just I then he's a good driver, but you know, we'll see. Um, the, the thirteen car, uh, you know, unlucky number. Hey, but we can sit here and say we kind of called this. Yeah. We kind of... Now, he jumped over just what we said, but we kind of called this. Mm-hmm. So, we'll t- take Michael, so Michael Jordan officially joining NASCAR. All right, Hunter, you ready to pick the Heat to win the series yet? <sighs> Why is it so hard for you? Because I don't want—I don't like being that guy that just flip flops. You know? No, that's because you picked the Celtics. Yeah, it's because oh, okay. I—that's because I picked the Celtics to win, and I, and I like to gotcha. stick with my picks. You gotcha. know, I like to try. I like to be that guy. I'm not like you know. You see some of these guys on TV, and they're like, "Oh well, I mean, two games." And it's like, "Oh nope, jumping ship. Nope, the the Heat are going to win this." No, I I chose the Boston Celtics. I'm going to stick and ride with Boston to win the series. Boston's favored. But I'm gonna. Three but I'm gonna tonight. tell you. I I've said this multiple shows, Saturdays or Mondays and Wednesdays, since this series started and after Game One, it would not surprise me if the Miami Heat win this win this series. It would not surprise me. They just have that dog mentality in them, and they essentially play bully ball and don't beat themselves. Whereas Boston beats themselves. They they are hot and cold when they're hot. They're super hot. You know, all of them can score at will. They got scores all over the floor. When they're cold, it's a mental game. And what I think is difficult for them, when it gets to be mental, it's because they're still young. It's because Jason Tatum is 22. Jalen Brown is 23. Like, they're babies. So if you're a Boston fan, like, again, I think they'll make it the finals, but I think you've got a long run coming forward where you're going to try and make the finals, but they are babies. And if it gets in their mental, because I'm going to tell you what, mentally Jimmy Butler's not going to break. No, that's not going to happen. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, maybe. Kimba, all the pressure's on Kimba, just left Charlotte. You were supposed to be the the missing piece right now. There's a lot of pressure on these Boston Celtics teams. Kimba might be the new guy, but he's the adult in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be the one that brings in the leadership quality that Kyrie didn't have. Right. He's the adult in the room. Um, Hayward's kind of older like that too. Good to have him back for them. Um, but but mm, yeah. So they've got the, obviously the best wings um, and, and and the point guard. Uh, they, they should, if you look at it that way, they they should win. They should have it. But again, this is this is team basketball, and, and certain things. You know, Hunter, how many 22 and 23 year olds have led their team to a championship? Rarely. It don't, it don't happen. happen. So, it just don't. That, they usually don't start winning until what? When LeBron and Michael started winning in their, 20, in their mid to late 20s. Yeah. That's just how it works. And what I saw in the Celtics Heat game is the same in game three, the same thing I saw last night in game three. Okay. Boston, and I know we'll get to them in a second, and Denver, both. that Those were emotional games. We cannot go down 3-0. We have to come out here swinging and play the best basketball that we can. And if Boston was is able to do that on a consistent basis, they really should be the one that wins this series. It's got Hayward listed out, but in the starting lineup, is he playing tonight? I don't know. I mean, uh, they could be totally wrong on this, obviously. Would on, not on surprise chart. me. Would not surprise me. They, it might not be updated. Who's their toughest guy, Hunter? The toughest guy for Boston, Marcus Smart. 
You want to talk about a tough guy? How tall is he? Marcus Smart's like six three, maybe. <laughs> so we get if we get in a brawl on this court. Y'all's toughest guy is six three. <laughs> you're 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 you're. In, your, your enforcer. Your, your small forwards are, you know, the heavy-handed, tough guys of Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum. Yeah, and Jalen Brown, wherever they switch him there. And Where'd he go, Brown go? He went Kansas. to Cal. Cal? He played at Cal. He's pretty good, too. I like Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown, I mean, he obviously thrives here in Boston, but I think if he had his own team, he'd be fantastic. I think he'd be 30-plus a game because he's so difficult to guarding outside shot inside shot he, he he creates his shot just like Jason Tatum do i think they essentially really Ooh. have the best pl- i think they really do in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum they have the same guy yeah. in both of them I, I just hunter i just i don't see relying on 22 23 year olds to be your leading scorer and win the title or maybe even get to it i like the heat in the series matchup they've had the, the, That's this, what I'm saying. This bubble, this bubble. Jimmy is not them, gonna. He's not gonna lose that game. Right. Put the, this bubble that we've put them in is allowed. Some teams are gonna are gonna find the rhythm and play mm-hmm. good. That, that's what the, the Heat are playing well. They've got shooters. They've got Jimmy on the wing, but but they don't have to rely on Butler to get all the points. Like all. I'll of say this. Get 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 the points. Right. I'll say this. If Miami wins the night series, is over. Think so? I think Miami takes it. I don't know, not necessarily like the next game, but I I would say Miami wins this four two. I think maybe the Celtics steal if the Heat win tonight. Celtics have another one of those. We can't lose this game. Play play Between up a and six, then six three mm, guy being your enforcer, your really. enforcer. Your point guard is really a ball hawk who only averages five assists, and game. he's only five like five eleven, six foot, and he's your little. and your wings are twenty two and twenty three. So with all the talent, with all that talent, you know, they they can play some ball. But again, this is the Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals and Finals. At some point, it's gonna. It, it, At some point, the men from, right, right. separate themselves from right, the boys, right? Essentially, and I want I, I want to think about that. I'm 24. Okay, Jason and Jalen are having a severe pressure, and they're a year to two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know what I would even be able to do in that situation. That's like why it was so crazy to see how, you know, Lamar Jackson, he even him in a big game, and uh, usually when the pressure's on him, he's so young, he's he's had trouble. Patrick Mahomes, for him, what he did at his young of an age, that's fantastic. But it, it don't always work that way for these guys that are from, like, tw- age 25 down. It just doesn't. And th- you got a guy that will get in your mental just because of how hard he plays in Jimmy Butler. And he's not afraid of anybody. So for, he will take it at Jason and at Jalen all night. And they're going to have to mentally be able to be like, okay, I can stop him. Or they're going to see the the ball go through the bucket a few times and say, I can't guard this guy. That's just what, that's just how it's going to be. And then you got to ask as well, we know Jason Tatum's going to be able to put 30. He can put 30 up on the offensive side. So can Jalen Brown. Or are you going to tell them maybe – Slack a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. You can't do that. Tyler Harrow going to light you up from the three point line if you do that. Drogic will do the same thing. Jay Crowder and um, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. They got three point shooters all over the floor. Yeah, um, it's tough, man. I I think Miami's a tougher team, and I think they're a better three point shooting team. So I think they are a more consistent three point shooting. When I, team. when I take those two combined, and then I look at. Boston and I say, okay, if we went one on one, Kim will beat his man. 
One on one, Jalen, Jason, maybe Hayward. All four of those might beat their man one on one, but let's play they team can't ball. Out three point shoot and defend and down tough Miami. I don't think. It's going to be a good series that may go seven. And I'm, think about it. What has kept most of these games close, at least games one and two? They got Marcus Smart out there hitting six threes. Yeah, he's been. Does that happen all the time? Or has something just clicked for him and we got I playoff they, Marcus? That's how they beat Toronto. I guess we got playoff Marcus. We got playoff Marcus right He now. went off against It's them. just not went away. So I'm going to be the guy. Still stick with my pick. Boston, if you can do it, great. But I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Heat win tonight, Heat take the series. You should have learned by now never pick with Terry. I don't know what you're doing. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not that I agreed with Terry. I just used, like I said, I used my eyes and I know what I saw. And Boston had probably the best roster in the Eastern Conference. Mm. And I was going to ride with them. And then a little did I know that the Heat all of a sudden were going to inject themselves with steroids and just come out here and bully walk everybody that they play. Adam Silver said today, Hunter, the the start of next season might maybe January. January, I saw that. Um, Which Christmas is five days before it. Who cares? Yeah, like I don't care. <laughs> Just come. I on. don't care. Like, don't try and compete with football. Or New Year's Day would be fine. Like, that's fine. What is it? If you do start in January, you're still going to be fighting viewership because that's when playoff football is. You got playoffs in the NFL, and then well, not even because think about it, you might only have. Eight games that you have to worry about. Maybe. Yeah, during the week, too. Yeah, so I think it would be better. Instead of trying to start up, when do they usually start up? October? Mm-hmm. Late October. Like yeah, Halloween, why? We got, we got regular season football that more people care about than a game two or three of a 82-game season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so, Hunter, so you got the you, – you're still hanging on strong. I'm still hanging on to my pick. Yeah. Um, How you feel about the Nuggets? Are you feeling a little bit better about them now after waxing the Lakers the other night? Last night, I will say this. That was a definite definite emotional game for the Nuggets, but we've seen this before. Is this deja vu all over again for the third time? Are we going to see a team come back? They better not get down? beat again and at least make it 2-2. Two to two. Yeah, if you can make that'll, it 2 That would just aggravate me. But what people won't realize either is, you know, you made a good point the other day. I'll give you the credit. You made a very good point. Hey. Think think about it. This could be 2-1 Nuggets. Yeah. If AD doesn't hit that buzzer either. If he don't have a miracle or, or if anybody plays defense whatsoever mm, on that play. It could be 2-1. And think about it. The Nuggets, if I'm not mistaken, beat the Lakers in this game by more than the Lakers beat the Nuggets in game one. It was 12, 12 in game one. So, okay, so we're about, yeah, right well, on. Okay, so we're close. We're close. But everybody regardless. had a heart attack about that first game. But regardless. And I was like, to me, what the Nuggets do is they play you, mm-hmm. feel you, you out. Go watch I'm the tape. I'm not saying Mike Malone is out coaching them, which he may be. I what think, I'm saying is, but is I think they're making is. adjustments. But I think he is. I think Mike Malone is really out coaching. He out coached Doc Rivers easily because Doc Rivers did not get his team up to play whenever they started to make it did close you know what at Broussard all. Bruce said about him last night. Who? Chris Broussard. About the oh, clip, no, reports no. he's getting from the Clippers. What is he saying? That Doc Rivers might be out? No, no, no. He's been told by, he said, multiple role players on the team that they believe that they are better than Paul George and that they want George out of there. So who's that, Montrez Harrell? Who's thinking? Montrez ain't better than who, Paul George. Well, somebody's saying it. He said multiple. So that's Beverly, 
Harold. Who else is coming off their bench? Beverly doesn't come off the bench. Lou Williams. Role does. players. Lou Williams. He's he. So they were. He Bruce Hart said last night that there was trouble in in La La Land with that. Isn't it cool? Isn't it funny though that the Nuggets get to play both Morris twins from L.A. back to yeah. back, and they got a Morris on their team. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That confuses. That me. confuses me. But I. Does that that honestly does surprise me because I would have to go down their their bench and because Paul George to me can play. I mean he can play. Obviously they don't like him. But it just depends. <laughs> well. he, he's not playoff P, honey. I'm no honey. Hunter, I call him honey. He, Hunter. He's playoff PP. Yeah, he's something he's bad. He's, he's just something. bad. He's, he's just bad. So going back to the game last night though. I, I think this series is going to cement Jamal Murray as a star. Right, he is. I cannot, though, Hunter, <laughs> call Mike Malone out coaching him while Bo sits on the bench. <laughs> oh, my but, God. But that's not where I was going with it. Even if I'm not going with him. Paul Millsap. Yes! What the hell? 31 points. Do you know 31. how many times Paul Millsap would get a pass down low on the block and not even have the speed to go up before somebody was already collapsed on him. So he had to pass out of the block. What's bad? I'm happy he passed. I'm happy he passed because what's bad when I see him catch the He'll ball? He'll go up and get He beat. has the greenest of green lights I've ever seen. <laughs> he knows he's not going to score five or six points, but by God, Hunter, every time he touches it, whoosh, he's firing that joker up. Well, listen, if it's out on he the perimeter, if it's out on the perimeter I, that doesn't surprise me. But when he's in the block and he gets maybe an, in, an entry pass from maybe Jamal Murray or one of the other guys out there that get the ball inside yeah. to him, he catches it and is so slow trying to go up <laughs> that the other guy is already just swarmed on him. It's and awful. he's just like this. He catches it and he's like, oh, man, no, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not I'm not athletic enough to go up with AD. Uh, <laughs> pass it. Paul, uh, Paul Millsap, Plumley, and Tory Craig combined for 51 minutes, <laughs> eight points. I don't know what the hell Tory Craig is doing. I don't. I don't know what he's doing. Plumley, I know why they put him out there. It's the same reason why I said they could play Bobo. Is he size? He's just one of those guys that you said you can throw out there. Foul. I don't care. You're not going to score. He, foul. Now, throw bot. Now, throw hands. Now Plumley Plumley does the, Plumley does the classic a backup bit, center job. And he's more he's athletic than Jokic. Plumley is a lot more athletic right. than Jokic. He is. So he can kind of body up a little bit more with the athlete. It's it, send him out there after White. And, mm-hmm. But but it's you know <laughs> he's not out there for offense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a terrible defensive play by him. We talked about it. One, one of the day. things that I saw, uh, I think Shannon pointed out this morning <laughs> on it on his show with Skip. Um, if you're Anthony Davis, how the hell do you only get two rebounds? You are six foot eleven. Are you serious? That's all you I are have? six foot eleven, and you got two boards. That's what Shaq used to do at crap. Six foot eleven, and you got two boards. But what have I always Hunter, said about him? Charles Barkley out rebounded Shaq. But what have I always That's said though about thing. Anthony Davis? What is his game? He wants to stand in the mid range, or he wants to stand out on the three point line. He's raised as a point guard. He's raised as a guard. <sighs> he was raised as a guard. He did. He hit that growth spurt going into going to Kentucky. He wants to play that Kevin Garnett four role. Is what it is where he wants. and he can shoot. Yes, he can get more than two rebounds. He can get a deep two, absolutely. But let me ask you this: they out, like, they out rebounded them by like twenty. Let me ask you this: LeBron had ten boards. Is LeBron doing that thing where he's just standing there and getting boards, patting his stats and trying to get the board? Because a lot of guys, well, he do, got a triple double. I have night. I have accused LeBron of that so much in his career of chasing the triple. He's chasing the stats. He he figured out Hunter that he can't. Can't six, catch him. Can't, can't catch him rings. Can't go six and up. So what he's doing is padding them stats. 
is, is assist and rebounds. Like why? Who? LeBron had eleven assists. Who the hell is he passing? It? If I watched a game mm-hmm. and people are like LeBron is better because he gets more assists. If I watched a game and, Le- and Michael had eleven assists and they lost and they lost, yeah, I'm like shoot the effing ball. Mm-hmm. Like under what what circumstance? I just don't get it. Why people think a wide open Alex Caruso is a better shot than a contested LeBron or a contested Michael. Uh, I've been on plenty of basketball courts. I don't care how wide open the worst player is on the court. Do you really want him to I have the ball in his hands? It. I don't. I don't. It's just, I know they're NBA players, whatever, but golly. You could say that. You could say that. The thing about it. Like, I know. Think about it. And LeBron, he had a triple-double last night. What do you have, 30, 10, and 11? Yes. Shit. Yep. I mean, look. And lost. I th- yeah, that's what I was going to say. They lost. I mean, he did he did everything, and he they lost. He got exactly 10 rebounds. That's trying to get that. You know, that's not. To, I'm, I'm they just, lost. Regardless, they lost. Now, I'll say this. Here there is not a player on that team, maybe outside of LeBron if he tries, that can, car, that can guard Jamal Murray. Who's going to guard him on the perimeter when he can pull up from deep? So what they're doing, and I, you know, we talked about this Saturday. I, was trying to I think they it. put Rondo on him at one point. Yeah, and it's like they're playing the high pick and roll with Jokic, like Utah used to play with Malone, mm-hmm. except Jokic can shoot threes, and he actually passed it instead. Carl Malone wouldn't pass too much. He, he was he got the ball. It's it's my it's my job to score. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the all time leading second. One's well, first or second all time leading scorer. Maybe I think he was first. second. Is he second now? I think he was second. I always thought Barkley was all around better than him. It's just Malone was consistently, he's going to get you 25 and, and 10 or 10, 20 and 10 or whatever. Um, Yeah, Millsteps got off. Well, Gary Harris. Gary Harris played. I think he had like 14 or something. Seven points in 32 Seven, minutes. Is it? Who was the one I saw that had like 14? Morris. That's who it was. So, Gary Harris, he just returned from injury. He has been either hot or cold. There's no in between. There's no in between. He 32 minutes, seven points yesterday. That's not. That's I, not but it. I'm dead serious. I believe Mike Malone is just out coaching these coaches. I think him and his coaching staff as a whole are out coaching these coaches. And think about who the coaching staff looks like for the Lakers right now. Is it really Vogel, or is it that assistant coach that sits right next to him? Mm. Is it Kid, mm. or is it? LeBron. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think. Which one of those guys tells LeBron he's not doing right? Is it Kid, maybe? Because he got more respect for Kid, but. Is it anybody? True. I mean, I don't. He don't respect Michael Jordan, Hunter. Who? Why is he going to respect Jason Kidd? I don't know. He came in the league and said, I'm going to be better than Jordan. I'm going to wear his number. Hunter, before LeBron wore that number, nobody wore that number. You try to wear that number in a high school team, coach wouldn't let anybody wear 23. I mean,. This went it went so deep. I'm telling you, coaches on high school, college, nobody's wearing 23 because mm-hmm. they don't want the player to think they're Michael. That's what they are. That's what they can do. So coaches would retire. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm talking every basketball team I would I would be on growing up. People would say 23, and the coaches wouldn't let them. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and says, "I'm going to be 23." So it's one thing to respect your elders or honor them. He comes in saying, "Not only am I going to be better than him, I'm taking that number away from him." So when you think 23, he wants his number. Yeah. He could have picked any number through 99, and he could have kept that number well, his whole I mean, career. Well, what's so crazy is LeBron eventually was going to go down. If he didn't go back to Cleveland as he won championships with six. Yeah. He won championships with six right. as, in it, Miami. On a, you know, on a franchise 
that has Michael Jordan's number retired. Yeah. LeBron will not get a statue. He will not get a number retired anywhere. Who was it that I was listening to that said that about LeBron? We did Saturday. I know we did. Uh, was it Saturday or Monday? But I, I feel know. like somebody I else, <laughs> I think somebody else said that too because they were like, you think about it. You know, who's going to lay claim to him? Who? Nobody. Like, when he goes into the Hall of Fame, does he go in in a Cavs jersey? Does he go in in a Heat jersey? He sure as hell ain't going in as a Laker. Maybe. Let's win three. If he know. wins this one, there's going to be so many free agents that are going to jump on that bandwagon. I know who it was. I can't remember who it was, who the person was, but it was on Colin's show. Yeah. Because he was talking about, you know, he's getting in rare air because he's coming up on winning it in a third, a third different place. Right. And because a lot of people said there's no way he could do it in the West. So he would be coming up on rare air. So but, in Utah, but, they'll but have said, posters and Stockton posters. Right. And, and but, are, oh, where's the LeBron pictures going to be? Exactly. They took down that big old, like, greatness thing that they used to have of him in in Cleveland. But funny you brought that up real quick. I heard a argument discussion about that the other day. On mm-hmm. I don't know what I clicked on. Maybe it was a Cleveland Brown something or other, but it was, it, was, it was Cleveland. They were discussing. Pretty sure they have Baker doing something like that. Well, they were, they were discussing that particular billboard uh-huh. about it, how it's turned into a landmark, and they were trying to discuss who in Cleveland deserves to be on that billboard right now if you did it today. So, it ended up being what they chose was Nick Chubb. This is Cleveland radio. I said they said ain't nobody on the basketball team. Said baseball maybe is it. Lindor I would have said Lindor. They said maybe him. They had something against him. Why not? Is he going to be a free agent or maybe. something? They don't know if he'll, they, the problem is is they don't think they'll be able to pay or they're going to pay him to stay. Maybe that's the problem is that he he might leave. So they they had a reason not for Lindor and why it shouldn't be LeBron. And well, I'll be honest, Nick Chubb. Why not? You know. But they said they're they're maybe a top five running back in the league right now. I, like I mean, Chubb. he's he's only on his second year, <laughs> he's, so he's going to be there for another a, two or three years. He's a, Beast. He's a, he is a hot. People, people don't realize uh, that because as obviously I watched him when he was at Georgia and, and saw him coming up through the recruiting. He was like a high school like freak sprint, like a freak sprint. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Well, the question with LeBron is why would you want to be twenty three? Why wouldn't you want your own number? So when someone says thirty seven or seventeen, that we all think Jordan. I mean, or LeBron. But now you go use somebody else's it's number. It's tough, though, because very rarely in sports in general do I just see a number and it automatically clicks with me and, and a player. It's rare because right now I can do it with maybe three people, technically four, but you wouldn't have. In you so- All right, let me go. Right. 12. Tom Brady. 23. Michael Jordan. Mm. Now I go NASCAR, but that, that'd be, well NASCAR that, that's different. NASCAR They're, is different. That's their, like that's their image. That is their image. That's their image. Uh, but anybody eight, else? If I said eighteen, I usually say Manning, Peyton. That's usually if who I, said, I said. If I said two, who would you think? Damn it! I just went to Johnny Manziel. Did you really <laughs> from Texas A and I, I would. Just, I thought you were gonna say Jeter. Uh, what about three? I get Iverson and Ruth from from people on three. I'll be honest, I don't even think of it like a number three. I don't. Yeah. I just but, don't. But you're right as far as but like numbers the wise. Number, yeah. Now, in the international world, in soccer, mm-hmm. the best player on the team usually wears 10. If you wear 10, you are not, You usually are the guy. So 10 okay. for me has always been Messi. 
but one that is where did that come from i don't really know where is that, that not, came is that from pele or i don't like i don't that? know if pele was 10 all i know is at, at, and it, i think it came because on the international teams they would always i think always the best player would just end up wearing number 10 but the only one because that one is strange because 10 can be synonymous with anybody that you thought was the best player on that team and would wear 10 the one that's synonymous is Cristiano Ronaldo, everywhere he has been, has worn the number seven so much that when he came out with his cleat line with Nike, they were called CR7s. Okay. So it's just one of those things where it's you have to be some sort of damn special for people just to see that number and just remember that's you. You know what I'm saying? You just have to be so special. I don't know like if, if there's something everywhere that says... Why do the best players wear ten? I'm I'm going through it right now. Actually, yeah. um, it started as the position number ten. Yeah, I mean it's partially because of the the game's all time greats wore ten. Pele did. That. Pele and Maradona played yeah. in ten. So you can just start with Pele and then go from there. You go. See, see, well, that Hunter. I guess what that is is if. Baseball used to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whatever. Well, num- ten for me is chipper. What, what, no, what I'm saying is that whatever number. Well, the reason Babe Ruth is three, mm-hmm. and Garrick or Jeter two, or not, or Jeter not so much, but Garrick. What is Garrick four? That used to be the number in the batting order they wore. They were okay. So they actually wore the number, yeah, to where they were in the, the batting, batting order. order. So Babe Ruth was third, and he wore three, mm-hmm. and Garrick was fourth, and so that's where. They actually started doing that in baseball. I'm guessing the way that's worded in soccer is that's what that's they where did it was then. originally when they were count. That's like your position. You play the ten spot, right? And that that, that so that's where they. Uh, I, I'm guessing by reading the history of it is kind of. I'm. It's not what it exactly said, but I'm going to put those two and two together and say it kind of evolved mm-hmm. in the way that baseball did with the. That's just the position number and it and it, and it right. turned out that way. Pretty neat. To, that's something I didn't know. I learned something every day. Uh, let's cut a couple quick notes on this Lakers Nuggets. Millsap Hunter was plus 11 with six points. <laughs> Did he do anything else oh, like blocks, assists? No, well, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, the plus 11 is just how, if well, you're, on, what the you're on the court. Yeah. Jeremy Grant, who played 34 minutes, three more than Millsap, had 26 points. He went off. Minus eight. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Millsap and Grant played exact same number of minutes. Grant had 26 points, Millsap eight. <laughs> So he was 20 points up on him in real points, right? Plus, minus, Millsap beat him by 19. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. And then I'm glad I got you on here, Hunter. It doesn't, because but Grant played very good. I got you. He did. I, I watched you. him. He I, played very good. Not according to this. Forget the plus, minus. Listen, I'm just telling you. <laughs> well, he went out in there. In that plus, minus stat, it's kind of sort of I like it, and I don't good. like it. I, it's one of those where you look at somebody and say, that's the advanced analytics, however they want to do it. I understand what they mean by it and how they use it. Absolutely. I'm just like, man. But if I'm out there with four hot dogs, <laughs> my and plus I gotta minus, jump, I, I got to jump on. My plus I, minus ain't going to be too good. I got to have to say, it's not going to be very good at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you uh, said the word advanced analytics. I got one for you now. Nah. Basketball. War. It's being used in other sports now. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Gr- I think I heard that before. Are you ready before, to stab yourself in the face? Yes. <laughs> the, but, because, wait a minute. How can you use war in other sports? That means you're using other statistics, putting it together to make up uh, this war. Oh, 
So it's it's not a real statistic. <laughs> no. It's just multiple statistics Added put together, together and we to ha- make your own statistic. Right. Mm. Fuck, man. So this is football. Sorry, Grandma. This is football. <laughs> now, I actually kind of believe this, and a lot of people won't because they've been told or been programmed, let's say, for years. But according to PFF War, Pro Football Focus, cornerbacks and wide receivers are on average worth four times as much as interior defensive linemen. That does not surprise me because it's a pass-first league. Now, see, most people would say get to the draft the defensive line. Get to the quarterback. Right. But to me, I'll always be the one. You want Dion or? Right. You want Aaron Donald. Right. Decide. I'm taking Dion every time because. Well, let's keep it in today's. You want Jalen Ramsey or you want Aaron Donald? Play on I the can, same I, team, but which I, one's better? I can like, double, which one do you want more? I can, double t- I can double team Aaron Donald. It's tough, but you're right. I can run away from Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Can I? Yeah. But a quarterback, a corner, if he can shut down your number one wide receiver, mm-hmm. you saw what the Saints did. Let's pretend Dion was out there shutting Michael Thomas down. He didn't get any catches. Saints get twenty four. So that that's the that's that's what that's what Dion used to do. Was that that's a perfect example of the Saints right there without Michael Thomas? Is that he took their number one out and you had to beat him with the two and and. It's Hunter. If a if a defensive tackle falls down or gets blocked, mm-hmm. can it still be a successful play? Or, yeah. Or, or or most of the time, can someone else make the tackle? Hey man, if, the, if the other DN gets in there, absolutely. If you go in and play defensive tackle today and you don't get any tackles, because your defense still compete and win, probably. If you go out there at cornerback and you don't defend any passes, is your team going to win? If your wide receiver catches everything thrown to him. No. no, no. Like so, cornerbacks to me, cornerbacks and safeties, they, they get devalued, but they're the ones actually keeping all hell from breaking loose. Mm-hmm. I've played them both at safety. You're at free safety. Your only job is you're the last guy. Yeah, I can't miss this tackle. I've got to take the right angle. Like that's one of the hardest things is knowing I've got to take the right angle 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 where there's nobody behind me. Mm-hmm. Corner's easier playing because you've got one job, one side of the field, one thing to do. At free safety and strong safety, man, I gotta go left and right with it. It's 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 it there's a lot of pressure on the safeties. But but I was I, I saw that and I'm like, I'm gonna bring that in for Hunter and see what he thinks war. about the, the, war the, football, football. the football war. War in football. Speaking of Dion. Here's the best uh here's the best headline of the week, Hunter. Hmm. Robert Kraft. Likely to get off in Florida massage parlor case. Oh, I bet he's getting off. <laughs> that was the headline. Damn, you can't <laughs> you can't make this shit. Give up. that guy a raise. That headline writer. That's a good one. Right? That's a Robert good one. Robert Kraft likely to get off in Florida <laughs> massage parlor case. <laughs> Speaking of Dion, did right. you see him uh get announced as Jackson State yes. University's new head football coach? Andre said, ain't no way in hell he's going to the games on the bus. No. <laughs> he said Dion's going to get in that Did you see how he showed up? And tell him to meet him there. Did you, no. have, you see how he showed up to his I press did. conference? I did. What did Prime do? Prime, Prime. Prime rolled up in a nice Cadillac Escalade being escorted by a police officer. For what? 
Why do football coaches have... And the band was in there playing for them to show up whenever there was like maybe three people that were allowed to be there. Escort. That... <laughs> there was more people in the band than ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hope he does well. I did. Listen, did. I have, I, I've never understood her. Now, now, here's why I ain't going to say that. I have understood it because I believe the colleges are paying the players under the table. I've never understood why the HBCUs mm-hmm. aren't way better at football. Right. Why don't they get the top end talent? Right. And if you think about it, well, maybe these guys are paying these guys to to come play instead of go play in here. Right. Like maybe maybe Clemson is paying their players at the local church, uh, and the donations go backwards instead of forward. I don't know, but but you know. What I do know is that there's always been a reason, and I've always thought that they could they could they could do pretty good, and and maybe uh, a, even get in there and compete. And you know, Doug Williams went to Grambling, won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, well, here's the real question now. I mean, there was at Alcorn State. His son is a highly recruited college football player, or a high school player at prime son. Dion. The, will is he, he come play? Is he come play Jackson State? Think about it. If he's good enough, it don't matter where he plays. I know. I know. I mean, I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. I think his son's a quarterback. All right, Hunter. I, I I figured it out, folks. Found the tweet. Oh, God. Hunter is under suspect. He likes him some Colin Coward. I do like Colin a little bit. Colin yesterday put out his 2020 quarterback tiers. And yesterday... He marked one off. I did see this. He marked Drew Brees off. And guess who he replaced him with? Who? Eric Carr. <laughs> Carson Wentz is on the list. Big Ben. He did Watson, come out Tom and Brady, say. Aaron Rodgers. He did come out he and had, say. He lost one game fight with 300 yards passing. Listen. And we've got rid of him. He did say Carson Wentz is on notice, though. He might get dropped off if he don't start playing better. Oh, he's awful. What's he doing on there? Come on. 0-2. Damn Drew Brees. Y'all got to stop this stuff. <laughs> Most accurate passages. So the last question I have for you before we get off basketball. Okay. Do the Nuggets We tired? were off basketball. I know, we were off basketball. <laughs> I thought we had done nah, basketball. Nah, nah, I just want to ask, do you think the Nuggets take game four? They win the series, Hunter. Nuggets in seven. Shit. Okay. Nuggets in seven. I'll read it to you one more time. I got to find my disciples. Here we go. Jesus. We got Peter... I'm going to talk to America right here. We got Peter. We got John. Bartholomew. Thomas. Two Jameses. Andrew, Philip, Thaddeus, Simon, Matthew. And even Judas himself can help King James in this series, Hunter. It's Nuggets and Seven, baby. Woo! Woo! Free ball ball. <laughs> They, they should have won the second game. They, they dominated in game three. They should have. They should have. I, I don't good know about them. Listen, I said this they just game. Can't, they, they don't. Look, I ain't going to say they can't go down 3-1 because obviously they well, can. Yeah, they can, but <laughs> if I was them, I would not. They don't want to. No. 3-2 is fine. That ain't going to worry them. No, because I said before the series started, I said, well, after what I've seen these past two series against Utah and the Clippers, they do not care if they go to a Game 7. So, no. would it surprise me if this goes to a Game 7? Absolutely not. I'm glad y'all are starting to absolutely not lean back a little bit on Kevin, me. Kevin, I had to look. I had to what if use it was my eyes. Nuggets right now? I'd, I'd, be, be, I'd be excited. <laughs> I would be excited. But I would tell him this. You're about to get a really pissed off LeBron James the next few games. I ain't, so. worried. I ain't worried about him. 
He's not the one you gotta worry about. It's the third one. It's it's the third one, Hunter. Look who look they had. So the Nuggets, let me pull that back up. When when was that game? Last night? Mm-hmm. What days last night? How did you skip a whole week there, Chief? Last night was Tuesday. So let me pull up this box one more time. So no I I turned it on at halftime. Right. I had, we had ball games last night, so I didn't get a chance to get in. So that's I didn't what get, I, listen. I, I turned it on at halftime too. I didn't get there until about then, and when I they did, were up by I think ten and a half. And the the I looked at the stats. I'm like, what are they doing? At halftime, Michael Porter Jr. was four for four from the field and one for one from three with eight points. Mm. You know what he ended up with? Eight points. Nine points. I was say, it was like eight or nine. <laughs> I'm like. Well, Porter showed up tonight. No, he didn't. And I'm like, see, guys, that's their third guy. And then he disappeared. And in the second half, Morris and Grant picked it up. And Grant like, really Grant, picked Grant it up. Grant did with 26. If they get a third guy to play consistent. that gets 20, mm-hmm. I don't care who it is, name one. Just one of them. Yeah. If one of you can get 20, y'all going to beat the Lakers. You're going to beat them. Because Jokic and Murray and Davis and LeBron are going to cancel each other out. And, and we'll Listen. see. Jokic and Murray, 50 last night. Davis and LeBron, probably somewhere in that range. They're they they like, like 56. 60, 57. So they got beat by those two and still mm. won the game. But, but, I will say, but I will say this too. They have to continue to find a way to get Anthony Davis to not get rebounds. <laughs> if he goes out there and drops another two or three rebound game, then absolutely not. I want, the, there's, the Nuggets will, be, will beat them. Rondo had two boards. Pope had three. Danny Think Gre- about how Danny, Danny Green four. Who out rebounded Anthony Davis on his own team? Oh, listen to this. I'm going just going by positions. You ready? Yeah. McGee and Dwight Howard, the starting centers, both had one rebound. They did. They did get out rebounded. Anthony Davis had two. That's four. The other power forwards are Marcus. Morris or Markeith, whichever one it is, and Kuzma. They had one combined. So for power forward so centers, they had five boards. It, between five guys. Those guys are bad. Five seven-foot adult males or six, <laughs> eight, nine adult males right. got a grand total. Of five boards. Now, now again, go back to my earlier thought. And LeBron, is LeBron got stealing, ten. Is LeBron stealing rebounds to pat his stats? Because I don't know, if it's... they're both standing, think about it. It, it happens... Have you seen the guys pass the three point shots around? Yeah, trying not to mess up the three point, three point percentage. And I've seen uh, um, Rodman used to do it, and then there was somebody else in the playoffs that got a rebound, and the star grabbed it too, and the star let go like this so he could have his rebound, and then mm-hmm. he just handed him the ball. There was one of the Rodman did that in one of those in, in in the Last Dance. I remember seeing he grabbed it, and Jordan had his hand on it, and Rodman just kind of turned his head, and Jordan went. Okay. He just kind of nodded and shakes head. And then uh, uh, as quick as that happened, Dennis did. Yeah. And handed him the Take ball. Take the ball. There's your, I get it. I, get I got you. the rebound. I get bored. I hand the ball to you. <laughs> That's what he I did. I grab ball. I hand ball. <laughs> I grab ball. I hand <laughs> ball. All right. So my original pick was Nuggets uh, Raptors. It didn't work out. So my pick now, it was, was, after this started, was Nuggets and Heat. I'm feeling decent about it, I guess. I mean, I had Clippers, Celtics, Clippers. Are Is everybody out, just so. on the? I don't. As long as LeBron don't win, it will be halfway. That's exactly right. I don't care if LeBron wins a basketball series. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this though: if LeBron is in the finals, I might not watch every game. I'm just not interested. 
I won't watch it unless I know they're gonna get beat or have a chance like, to get beat. That's what I'm saying is if it's a if it's gonna be competitive, I mean I might watch it, but if they're gonna come in there and just curb stomp, you know, the heat, maybe curb stomp the Celtics, I don't think they will, but it'll just be one of those things where it's like, Well, whatever. It doesn't change my opinion, so whatever. Yeah, I'm watching it right now when Prime rolled up in that motorcade in a big old Escalade. Did he? Yeah, that's so funny. Just show up Jackson State. Hey, good for him, though. He's been very successful as a high school football coach. Speaking of football, though, before we speak on, I don't know. You got any baseball news other than that? I mean, a few teams clinched. Uh, Braves, 20th time winning the divisions, most in the MLB. How is that possible? I don't know. The Yankees have 27 I don't know. Maybe they get in there as a wild card and don't always clinch. Or are y'all the biggest chokers in sports history? Possibly. <laughs> I just want to know. It's been 25 years since you won one. And possibly. You won it 20 times, though. <laughs> Was that in baseball or all sports? Baseball. It's MLB. It's the most, we've, that's the most in Major There's League There's got to be an asterisk to this. I've got to figure this one out. I You've saw that, to, and I was like, that ain't right. You've got to figure this out. This has got to be since, like, they split or something like that. <laughs> so, But other than that, like, I mean, a few teams are actually starting to get their playoff spots in, clinch divisions. So it's like, well, do we really try still or not? Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we do. I guess we do need to discuss that for the last few minutes of the show. Uh, or did you have another football thing? Well, we can finish The only baseball. football thing I had was... The SEC commissioner has come out and said, why would the college the college football playoff selection committee is going to face a challenge if they are trying to get a college football playoff in? Due to, you know, the Big Ten is only playing eight games. The SEC is playing 10 games. The ACC is playing 11 games. The, Pac, the Big 12, I think, is playing 10 games. So it's like, what, what are you going to do? Not everybody draws the line. Like, I don't It's just, they, he said it's weird. So that was the only thing for football-wise was, the SEC commissioners come out and said the playoff football selection committee is going to face a problem this year. And you know what? I mean, I agree with them. I agreed with it whenever I saw that the Big Ten said they were going to start back up and they were only going to play eight games. I said, so how are you going to choose only an eight-win team if they do go 8-0 in Ohio State over maybe a 9-1, and like, you know, Georgia or Florida out of the SEC? You know what I'm saying? Like how how would you do that? They won. You, you play the games that you have. They do, they sure as hell don't have nearly the amount of talent up in the Big Ten as they do in the SEC. Or I shouldn't say talent, but the the strength of schedule that the SEC has. They're playing absolute juggernaut schedules right now. Who Georgia has five out of six weeks in a row where they play a ranked opponent. So this is just going to be one of the, like and say Georgia was to go. Nine and one, maybe eight and two. And you were to tell me that an eight and no Ohio State team would be better? Well, they only played eight games. Georgia played ten. Georgia played two more ranked opponents. I don't know. I just feel like there'd be a it's gonna be a slew of a mess this year. That's why to me I'm like I, Look, hate, that, I hate that sport. <laughs> that's why but no 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 but that's no no that's why to me though I can sit here and say this would be the one year to me I might look. That's why I thought a lot of kids were going to start sitting out. You know what? Just conference champions. Just take conference champions. No, the schools are going to want bowl games because that's how they're going to get money. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like college football playoff, I don't care. Like it's going to be so wonky this year. Just keep them as conference champions, and I'll be fine with it. I'll be fine with it. So, did you figure it out, or am, are we still correct? You would think that would be a Google 
like a well, list. Well, I want to know where somewhere. I want to know where they cut. Well, if you can't find somebody, it, no, what what more than likely somebody just went through and counted as opposed to it actually being an article. I found one from 2011, Hunter. Uh huh. It had you guys at 16 and the Yankees at 18, and that was in 2011. Now, what they counted according to this one, Hunter, they weren't count that nothing can is counted before 1969. Right. So that's how. Well, whatever. <laughs> hey, 20 most in the MLB. Let's get it. 20 division titles. World Series down. Let's do it. Let me read this thing. So, Uncle Mike's. Now, this is in 2011 is when he wrote Listen. this. Hey, World Series bound. That's all it matters. This will be three separate lists from the post-69 era onward. Overall for each team's current city and overall for cities which the team has played. Um, Here's a list that counts first place winnages. All right, here's the ones before. Here we go. Here's the ones before 1969. That's what that was, Hunter. Okay. Yankees won, 47. That sounds more like it, don't it? Hmm. Yeah, okay. It sounds more like it. <laughs> it but we only count... After 69. Y'all are in sixth. Well, well, it's top 10. <laughs> Almost top five. <laughs> I can't be mad about that. Who's it's top 10? Who's second, Hunter? Probably the Dodgers. No. Or the Red Sox. Uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, the team with the most World Series in baseball besides the Yankees. I'm about to say, wait a minute now. It's the Yankees? Yeah. You ask anybody on the street that. Who's got the most World Series? Yankees. Who's second? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a clue. It's the St. Louis effing Cardinals. First one was in 1885. The last one, 2009. Huh? We haven't won a division in 11 years. Oh, that was this was 2011. Sorry, folks. These are nine years old. I had to say I like, that don't make no sense. Technically, that's only two years old. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a nine year old uh, uh, well, thing from 2009. That would have only been like. Two What's years. got you guys at 16? So, and it started counting in. 69 for you so that was your first one 69 so y'all were y'all were the expansion team this does not count their boston and milwaukee pennants so let's find well let's you want oh to, add those then you want to find some boston praise all right here we go adam added together your second okay oh, there we go with 32 top five One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve of those thirty-two were in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> so, Hunter, hey, what's thirty-two minus twelve? Top five. What's thirty-two minus twelve? Twenty. Okay, and you got twenty since nineteen sixty-nine. What happened from nineteen hundred to nineteen sixty-nine? <laughs> we just stopped. <laughs> We just stopped. Y'all went sixty nine years. We stopped. We stopped. We stopped existing. We stopped. I might have counted that wrong. Let me make sure I got that right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Cardinals stayed in. They were fifth in that one. They were second. You know, and they backed up to fifth one once they counted everybody's moving around, acting like fools. So, and Yankees won uh, on the on the. Actual team name: Yankees one, Braves two, Dodgers three, Giants four, Cardinals five, A's six. A's are the third highest most World Series. I think with the Red Sox, maybe uh, Cubs, Pirates, Red Sox, and Reds. So there you go on that. Hey, we clinched it division this year. 
it was easy. What can I say? Oh they all the other teams were just You didn't bad. play anybody in the West or East. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. All that matters is in the division how we did. So, I mean, we played good against all of our division opponents. We took care of business when it was needed. So, guess what? Playoff bound we are. The um, We talked MVP the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm, I did see it. I swear people watch our stuff and then put it on ESPN. And then the very next day or the next few days, they probably do. And they were talking about the MVPs. I know it's MVP time, and we're being facetious, I guess, a little bit. But No, they do watch us. <laughs> Start giving us some damn credit. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the Jordan thing, this. and uh, But they did have, it was Freeman and I think Soto well, in uh, the National League. Maybe. Soto? Maybe. For the Nationals? Dude, it was two players. It was Freeman and somebody else. I don't think Soto should even be close. If anything, I would say it's Tatis. It wasn't him. I know it wasn't that name. Soto is... The Nationals aren't even good this year. <laughs> uh, he, he, this is, of course, based on all the other stuff. You know, the fancy stuff. Um, the In the American League, it was... Um, they, did, they, they, they said those guys are going to split in Chicago. And whoever the other one will get it. Is it Abreu the other one that we talked about? The Abreu and whatever the other guy is out of the White Sox. It said the White Sox are going to split their votes and the other guy is going to win it. Whoever the other guy is. So the other guy is probably going to be Mike Trout then. No, no. It wasn't Trout. They said Trout's not getting it. Thank God. I know. I guarantee there'll be idiots vote for him. I guarantee. Oh, he'll get votes. And guess what? When he doesn't win it, analytical war lovers on Twitter are going to go nuts. And I can see every single one of their Twitter pictures now. It's like a weird picture with them, them wearing sunglasses in their in their, in their their trucks. Well, he's uh, not in the top 50 in war this year, so. No, he's played bad. Like, his batting average is not great. He's not even the most consistent hitter on his team. A guy, I think, 10 to 15 years older than him is doing that. And Pujols. I think what he might have him on home runs, but even that he's I don't on, think he does. He's doing better than than Albert. Albert is, is just Albert's puttering he along. Move, he can't move. It's his feet, man. He's puttering along. Um, he's just trying to. I don't know. I just I get so sick and tired. I think that's what it is. Trout's two eighty eight. You he's know thirty thirty sixth in batting. Average. I'll say this. Baseball might start to see a fatigue too. Um because LeBron came out the other day, and what he said, he said, I was pissed off that I only got like 16 first-place votes in the MVP. And then he came out and said, I'm glad he said it. He said, I'm not saying the other guy didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm just saying 16, only out of like the 100 and something that voted, you only got me 16. And, and that so, dude thinks it's so much of himself. I know. It is but, incredible. But somebody, <laughs> made, somebody made a good point. They said, you know, it's kind of LeBron fatigue. Like, you could technically kind of vote for him a little bit every year if you really wanted to. But after a while, it's like, eh. But I feel like that could be almost a thing now with baseball. Unless the fatigue over Mike Trout love is not there. The problem is the war, and that's all it is. He's just not there this year? No, no. War-wise? No, I'm yeah, that, but I'm just saying is that we've somehow turned everything on that stat. That is the only stat that matters, and, and that's the only thing... And it's not it's not a good stat. It's not fair. It's not right. I don't I don't like it at all. The only um, thing that I enjoyed that you said right there a little while ago was that you said MV, that Freddie Freeman is a part of an MVP race. They they had him in there, and it, and he very well should be. When you lead oh, yeah. a whole division in three or four statistical categories, not just your little WAR, okay, then you should absolutely be in consideration. 
if you had a guy in the NBA who led in points, assists, and rebounds, would he not be the front, like either in the East or the West, would he not be the front runner for MVP? Possibly. Or would he at least be in MVP discussions depending on how his team's going? Why do you think Russell Will- Russell Westbrook, not Wilson, Russell Westbrook got his MVP with Oklahoma City Thunder? He was Mr. Triple Double. LeBron putting was all the, the numbers together. LeBron was the only player in the league. I mean, he led the league in assists. Only player in the league with ten assists. Hunter is is the three point shooting causing a lower assist rate then with all these people? Well, they because just get you, the ball and come down and shoot their shot. Right. You used to feed it into the post, mm-hmm. get an assist, feed, hit a cutter, get an assist. Right. Your open jumper, if I hit you wide open. Everybody wants to come down and play isolation ball and just create their own shot. So James if, Harden. If I feed Howard in the post. James Harden still gets a lot of assists. There's though. a 50-50 chance mm-hmm. I get an assist. If I pass it to a three-point shooter, there's only a 35% chance that I get an assist. So... That that's if they're open and shoot, you know, right. all that. So right. that's something that's something weird to see the assist only one person with ten. Yeah, that I, is weird. You think about like the Steve Nashes and the and the Jason Kids, the Mike Bibbies, all those guys, all those point guards, even Rondo mm-hmm. when they were winning championships with Boston. Man, he'd come down here and get he'd average maybe eleven, twelve assists on a season. That's just that was his game. That was his bread and butter: defense and assists. He could score on the inside. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, unless you're Steve Nash and you were just a complete package. But So LeBron was 12th in scoring. Giannis had four more points a game, six more rebounds, and five less assists. Mm-hmm. So, again, we're back to the... Is it just because he averaged double-digit assists? Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, who had the best record in the whole league? I'm pretty sure it was the Bucks. It was. So, I mean, that's just, you know, but that's just one of those things I was getting at. Where Zach like, Levine outscored LeBron this year. Well, Zach Levine's got a new coach, too. Well, what about We Don- forgot to talk well, about that. Well, what about Donkic? What about Luka? Well, let's say you want to look at LeBron's stats. Well, Luka outscored LeBron. Pretty sure out-rebounded him. Uh, rebounds, LeBron 7.8, Luka 9.4. Mm-hmm. And then assists, of course, LeBron had 10, and Luka 8.8. Luka had a great year. So LeBron should be happy he's not third in MVP voting, right? Mm-hmm. How many MVP votes did Luka get? I don't even know if he got any. Does LeBron have more help on his team than Luka does? Uh, technically with AD, yeah. Luka's, Luka's a one-man show right now in Dallas. And Avery Bradley well, when he's there. But Kristaps <laughs> is hurt, so I so, can't count that. Luca outscored him, had more rebounds, and had one less assist at him per game. So, hey, LeBron. Let's, let's All I got to tell people is after you said that is, watch out. Luca's coming. That boy's good. That boy good. Mama, that's bad, man, however they say that's that. A, All right, honey. Mama, there goes that man. Uh, did we miss anything? You just, no, I, I, I only think probably forgot to mention, but I, it's just it was just brief. It's for the NBA. I mean, um... God, what's his name? Head coach that was at Oklahoma City, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan, decided when he decided not to go back to the Thunders because little did they all know he was going to sign to be the new head coach with the Bulls. So, I, and you know what? I saw what he did with that cast uh, in Oklahoma City. Now he's got the number four pick going into this year's draft. He's mm. got Zach Levine and Kobe White. I think he can if he if he hits that pick. Why not? LeBron finished tied seventh in per 
player efficiency. with none other than Hassan Whitesides. <laughs> I just, I'm just when LeBron wants to talk about MVP, let's let's put the put the numbers in perspective. You got the same PER as Hassan Whiteside, <laughs> and you were seventh behind the other two guys we just mentioned, right? Luca and Giannis. All right, Hunters, is there anything else that you want to get to or talk about before we end the show and, and, and come back Saturday? I know. I think that was it. I want to make sure I want to look at my knees and toys. I, I made fun of I'm, I wanted to talk about Robbie Anderson today so I could laugh at that. And you did. That, that, What's that bear doing? That is awesome. Look, Can we get that put on a T-shirt, Panthers? Uh, Can speak, you please say, What's that bear doing? Speaking of bears, Gail Sayer passed away at 77. Yes, I did see that. Football players of all time. Um, so... You know, condolences to his family and all that. All right, Hunter. Uh, let's see. Friday. If anybody's paying attention, we have a golf tournament Friday. Tune in. Hunter will be live. I'll be playing. And uh, and then Saturday, we have our Saturday sports talk. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thanks for tuning in today to Hunter and myself's live broadcast of, of Shock Jocks. We'll see you guys Wednesday uh, after. I mean, today is Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. I get my days. Once we started playing T-ball. These last two weeks, it's I have no idea what yeah, day it is. I just know tomorrow I go baseball. Tomorrow, tomorrow I <laughs> do this. Baseball, I do this. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good day. Thanks for tuning in to Shock Jocks, KDCBroadcasting.com. I only do things incredible, kid, because I, I am the seed of a chosen breed. You don't see 